0: Oh, hell yeah! Guess who's motherfucking back? My name is Mike Busey, and as always, joined by my side, my heterosexual life partner, Miguel Colon Jr. It is the Mike Busey Show. It has been months. Some of you have even given up hope. We've seen your DMs. Some of them, they started off polite. Hey, uh, can we get some more of those podcasts? Then it started getting agitated, and now you're just getting goddamn violent. Showing up to the house, demanding. There's been riots, digital emotion, emotions. Their hot, horny throats want us in deep inside them, and today is the day. However this episode finds you, we're fucking back.
1: Welcome back, Miguel. Welcome back, everybody. How's it been? It's been nice. <laughs> we've had a lot we've had a lot to do and it was nice to be able to get it done. But we're back. We've been very very busy.
0: It, it isn't we haven't did an episode because we didn't want to.
1: We actually have a new format coming up too later on too. uh, You know, in a while we've been working on. That's really what we've been working on. But uh, we still want to give you guys this podcast, this kind of style of podcast. But we do have something really cool we've been working on that we're really excited about. We've even built a new set that
0: hasn't even uh, been done. We've got uh, I got some props, and I'm we're gonna be uh, doing some more creative stuff, some shit that's gonna happen uh, more frequently. I'm going to do kind of like not a solo thing because Miguel's still going to be working on it, but I'm going to be doing uh, me
1: just talking shit about current events. and, and uh, the. I want you to do and- a whole podcast that's just about chronicling monkey fights growing up and just be like, December 3rd, 1992, Silly was in a mood. She caught me eating her monkey biscuits. It was a bloody fight. Was those, there- mon-
0: those monkey biscuits are hard like fucking rocks. Like You could throw them at somebody and like, fuck them up. But Speaking of getting fucked up, this is uh, day three I've been drinking. We are at the very end of a member's weekend, and we have a live studio audience. Say hello, everybody. Oh, yes. That's not digital fucking shit Chris downloaded and put into the podcast. You get an
1: AI to fucking chat GBT. Make, make it sound like ugly people are in the room. You know? There's, there's, some, there's definitely a
0: few people in here I would like to have sex with. Chill out.
1: John's right there, man. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> Um, there's like three, four. I would, I would put my penis consensually inside. If you had
1: it. to fuck one dude in this room,
0: mm, let's go. Let's right. see.
1: If you have to fuck one dude in this room, and 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 why you have to fuck them, and I'll come up with an answer. All right. If you have to fuck one dude so, in this room. If, dude
0: there's some of these dudes are gonna
1: get really buttered if yeah, I pick yeah. 'em. They're like, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I thought I was your favorite I one. saw
1: Steven adjust his posture. That can like, he, fuck. like <laughs> s- he sucked in his stomach. He's yeah. like, Oh my girl's here, man. If you don't say John, we're getting nothing worked on this yeah. week. <laughs> John's like, I can't do that about the Scrambler. Maybe go fucking ask your fuck buddy to help you. Yeah, it reminds me of the dick draft days.
0: Yeah. uh, uh, When I first met Miguel, we were broadcasting live every Sunday night from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. We were actually on time back then. Yeah. And we broadcasted live. We had to be. (laughs) Yeah. And we were up in this uh, second level, this really fancy strip club uh, called Rachel's. It it was in Castleberry, Florida. And every Sunday for like two years, which it started to feel like a job. Yeah. You would think a dude wouldn't bitch about having to go to a strip club and plus a Sunday, you normally not don't really have plans. And we would just drink cheap, shitty cherry vodka and fuck strippers and eat yeah. fucking fried food like a like a like a giant fancy like uh like Pablo Escobar had like a, a Thanksgiving dinner. That's what this room looked like. It was a glass like a studio. Yeah. And strippers would just come up to the window, like...
1: Staring at it, like fucking starfish in an aquarium. Yeah. face up. In fact, guys, the day I met Rowdy Rob was the first, like, recording that I went to. And Rowdy Rob was tripping balls, pressed up against this glass, licking the glass, staring. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Mike's like, that's Rowdy Rob. He's cool. It, it, it reminded me of an old school, like,
0: real deal, like, broadcast uh, AM or FM radio station. So... It was uh, it was the best of times and definitely some of the worst of times, and I remember just literally being like, "Fuck, I'm gonna go get drunk," and I'm getting paid to show up to a strip club. And
1: we got to we got to work
0: with big names, uh, Mary
1: Carey. Yeah, we had a
0: bunch of celebrity uh, porn stars on there, Katie Morgan. And one of the many things we did was the Dick Draft, the Dick Draft, and it always started off lighthearted, and we would we would start with the guys because you know you had to get the you know the you know that out of the way, and. If we were to play that right now, it would get so like all oh, y'all are smiling right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but wait till the fucking dick draft starts. Okay? You've never you've never you, sat
1: through the dick draft and been like, "There's no way I'm losing to this motherfucker." It's all the pressure of when you
0: were like a child and they had to pick teams for kickball. You ever been last in kickball? Yeah, that shit'll fuck you up. All right, you ever seen a now be last in the dick draft? And you will fucking hold on to that forever. You're seeing a stripper
1: with seven baby daddies, five C-section scars, and then a tattooed rose over her arm, covering her heroin fucking shots, and she doesn't want to fuck you. You're like,
0: what? what? <laughs> there
1: goes all your fucking free drinks. Yeah, you're like,
0: I had a security guy, security Ralphie. He got so emotionally invested in it, he punched fucking these lockers we had at the front door of the castle at Southside Seven, and to this day, like. I don't know if we've even had played the game since cuz it was it's such a touchy thing and we would make the guys go first and you would have to look in the room and you would say all right uh. If I had to, you know, most people in the room were straight men, so they'd be like, "Well, I guess I'd fuck Bob because, you know, he's my friend or or oh, pe- I wouldn't fuck Bob because I'd known him through. the longest." They
1: don't think it
0: through, man. You got But you really get think. you get in your feels fast. Yeah. Like so you you think like, "Alright, I'm still fucking explaining to 20 plus people in the room right now, and you still don't
1: understand until you're in the let middle me, that you start fucking sweating bullets." Let me kind of break down the dick draft. Here it is. The woman or man? Because we made Mitchell. We made Mitchell the uh, the reporter from Vice do it too, yeah. and that was a heartbreaking one. Because dudes were like, even straight guys, don't we don't get want to get picked
0: last. We we were like, yo, we're yeah. not into dudes, but, but this
1: is how it works. We don't get picked the last. person has to pick from least likely to most likely who they would fuck and give the reason why. So they start at the bottom. Oh. They're like, okay, dick draft, uh, my least likely choice is so-and-so, and then they tell why, and then they keep moving forward. And that's how that's how the dick draft works. And it's, it's heartbreaking because you look at some ugly motherfuckers in the room and you're like, there is no way... That this girl's gonna say she would fuck this person before me. We Ace and Charles were the key. Ace and Charles were always in our room. And, and we he, would always throw shade yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. We're
0: like, oh, by the cause the 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 dancers, they would come in and like stand on this giant like dinner table, like a huge wooden, like like I said, it looked like some fucking Pablo Escobar Thanksgiving dinner table. And I'd be like, Oh, by the way, this is our engineer's dick right here. It's really ashy. Yeah. Uh, Char- I don't know if that has anything to do with any decisions, but go ahead, go ahead. What's your picks? So we would always
1: be like, I know I'm not gonna lose to ace and charles so once ace well, like and- charles has herpes but yeah, yeah whatever
0: uh, go ahead uh, let's go ahead and start the draft go ahead
1: once ace and charles were like the first two always the last choices then you're like cool then you're looking at your rival now it's just about like it's like ncaa shit you're like i cannot lose to this motherfucker you know yes i'm telling y'all right now i'm right fucking now if we were to play it you all all laughing <laughs> well let's do right now and just then- just here's one choice it's not gonna be a full-on dick draft it's just if you had to fuck one of the dudes in this room Can I
0: can I get the guys in the room to stand up? I'll I'll I'll, I can I don't want to miss out any dicks.
1: I'll say mine right now. I know it. I know mine right now. You you already know.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Let's no. Let's just do it right now. Least and why?
1: Oh, I don't want to go through everybody. Oh, look! Look at this. This They're sucking it in. I tell you why. I got my I got my dude. I would fuck here. I'd fuck Jeff. One. He deserves it. Let's throw him a bone. All right. All right. (laughs) Two. Two. This is this is the second reason why. He looks like me, so it's not gay. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's just me being me, you know. I'm just trying different angles out here. But Jeff, man, you know what? If anybody here was gonna catch some D, why not it be you? Because you know what, bro? That's still like the fourth person you've ever fucked. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so well,
1: I would probably go with.
0: Um, I Chris deserves it, but Chris
1: doesn't. Chris does not deserve it. He He's a good guy. No, I'm
0: gonna give you this dick because I like, but. I feel like if I fuck Joe, that he's so angry about everything that we could probably like pretend it never happened and he would go beat up someone and getting a, a, a fucking fight with an innocent person for no damn reason. Dude, you just, you just
1: broke Poop Boy's heart. But, <laughs> no,
0: because I'm afraid Poop Boy would want it again. Oh, and, dude, Poop and Boy. And that it would become like a thing. I'd be like, no, bro, I was just drunk, bro. Come <laughs> on. I'm not really gay, bro. Yeah. Poop Boy would be like, oh, boy, it, w- it was real silly last
1: night when when, when, I, when, I, when I when I sucked your dick, but, you know. What? What are you doing? And I know Stephen's got a
0: huge dick, so I don't want that one.
1: Is he? Fu- and- He's not fucking you. <laughs> well, we did, we didn't clarify that. I think I did uh, in my mind.
0: <laughs> well, good thing uh, I, I'm not very uh, I'm not an anal play type of guy. Like yeah. anal's like like once like a uh, you know every like year yeah. or something. If you're really drunk and you're bored, you're like oh. I know some of y'all yeah. are disappointed. You're like oh, I love getting fucked in the ass. And
1: Daniel, you're a good guy, but I don't know the legal rules. But fucking, okay, you know? yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be like due to Melanie's law, what you did was wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah, that's um, yes, that's yeah. great. But my man from Africa, uh, I can under- barely understand anything he fucking says. Yo, don't raw dog and, him. And traditionally, the black guy do <laughs> does have the biggest dick. So you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know. He 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 could have some of that Kenyan aids. I don't know. Who mm-hmm. knows? He's like, gonna
1: he's gonna hop on your dick like a Maasai. You know, just just up and down.
0: You know, <laughs> the first time we met him, he's been a member for how, how long? Have you been a member for uh, two years.
1: A uh, translation,
0: Miguel. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I think I, he was.
1: I saw him helping up, cleaning around the pool one day, and I was I like, like, "Oh you shit! Know, you I like what, this guy." What part? What part of Africa are you from again? Cameroon. Cameroon. You know, when we go back there, they'd be like, "You know, Colonel Azim Maham and his child soldier army." <laughs> He's like Hey, he's- I just want you to
0: know it wasn't your fault what you had to do. You were just a yeah. kid. Okay? <laughs> he's like, and those goddamn diamonds weren't gonna yeah. dig themselves out of the ground. My
1: name is Kerbal- Colonel Cobra Commander. And I appreciate <laughs>
0: all the cobalt for all the Apple products. Yeah. I-,
1: I appreciate everything you're doing. Uh that's
0: great. I Over love it. Over
1: here, it's hard for us minorities to get a job, but where you're from, day one, you wanna work a mine? Or oh, you want to be a lieutenant?
0: <laughs> we have some uh, brand new sauces Castle tenants. If you don't know, if you want to live at the sauces Castle and you want to bring a camper, an RV, or whatever, well, fucking—we're uh, we're, like a carnival that's not traveling. You know? Yeah, but we're not—we're we're not, we're not taking anybody. Like, Mm-mm. we're gonna—we're gonna vet you. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna get drunk with you. We're gonna see, like. We're gonna get to know you a little bit, and then if we if we like the vibe, we're gonna say, "All right, cool, thousand dollars a month." Yeah, bring your shit. We'll pl- we'll we'll fucking tell John and
1: Amy the fucking hurry up and get some more goddamn power. John and John and Amy are the largest landowners at the sausage castle. Like anytime somebody else moves in, I see John sitting there in like a seersucker suit drinking a lemonade, and he's like. They're moving on our territory, Amy. And she's like, fanning him. She's like, don't worry, father. They don't control the east side of the lake. <laughs> we have the utilities. They take their they're son They're going to land on it eventually. They take their son out, and they're just sitting there in the golf cart. And he's like, James, everything the light touches is yours. <laughs> Fucking uh, clown town between mm-hmm. Steve and the Electrons.
0: They're like, it's like Baltic Avenue over there. <laughs> on, on- on fucking Monopoly. It's a little fucking trashy. Yeah. It looks like shit over there. Hey, clean up the fucking front of your campers too. The, the Sauce Castle HOA is full in full effect. We I'll be riding a, around tomorrow. We need passing out tickets.
1: Ever since Robbie moved out of Clown Town, we sent him to the frontier. We sent Robbie to the other side of the, the gate. Very All the very back gate. Yeah, he's holding down the frontier. He's got his fucking. First his, line of defense. Yeah, his Union cavalry hat on. He's made friends with the Comanche and shit, yo. <laughs> yeah so we have some new tenants and
0: uh uh me and my buddy kurt uh who lived at the first two sausage castles um he uh we we haven't hung out in like 20 years but he was always one of my one of my favorites and we we kept in touch and every now and then we're like hey you still alive bro hey cool man what's up well now we've been like basically up each other's ass and uh (laughs) We're starting, well, we're fucking, we're building A-frames. He's got some He got some cowboy fucking friends, fucking employees. We're out there uh, literally just uh, figuring found, out how many Kurt, pallets it makes, takes to fucking make an A-frame, and Kurt, we're just doing it. Kurt
1: found high school cowboys. Like, I'm like, I've never seen a 12-year-old cowboy before. He's just some young bucks, man. Yeah, that goes all that, the pussy. That hat is fucking older than you, son. Yo, <laughs>
0: Kurt has slept on the floor the last two days. He just blacked out and fucking we didn't see him after midnight. And so he he he's it's been a while. He needs to get his Sauces Castle training wheels back on. So Yeah, so yeah. Uh, but tell them about
1: the new tenants that so so we which we've, ones?
0: There's there's uh we tell, got Kenzie. She officially has paid rent. Yeah. We got the the, the fucking We goddamn, got the
1: Tarzans. The
0: Tarzans?
1: Uh, we got from Sri Lanka. Kiki well I mean from Myrtle Beach, but you know, Yeah. We'll shoot. <laughs> The Sri Lanka of South Carolina, you know? We got Kiki and Connor, who lived in a wild animal, uh... Uh, sanctuary. I and, felt and,
0: racist. I was cleaning the fridge out the other day, and I was like, "Yo, is this your fucking your Gilgish noodle fucking some curry looking shit?" She's like, "No, that's not mine." I was like, "Oh, you sure?" And I was like, "All right, I'm throwing it away. It's been in here for like a month. I don't know who's the fuck it is. I don't know who's goddamn chilled monkey brains." I was about this to, about to say who's chilled monkey brains. Ah, chilled, chilled monkey, monkey brains. brains. A that's an Indiana Jones reference, case you don't know. You some of you young motherfuckers go watch the movie. And she she was dressed up like the, the sexy Tomb Raider Indiana Jones. It's yeah. The Indiana Jones um, female version. So, I like yeah. how you
1: joned it. <laughs> I was trying to say ish. It used to be, yeah.
0: Like a chick, it like Indiana Jones. Ish. It's
1: Indian Jones. Yeah, yeah. Pom pa dum
0: So yeah, we haven't done a podcast since December, according to our uh, our production team over here. Stephen and Chris is saying December, so we have we didn't even do one the whole month of December. Mm-hmm. So. My birthday party, New Year's Eve, there's there's like a very long list of shit and crazy things that we've been doing. We just released a brand new episode of Cockblockers. What did y'all think of that, guys? Hey, don't clap your hands if you're fucking watching, all right? And by the way, download the goddamn site on your fucking phone, right? If you go to MyVisa.com, you can make it a desktop item, just like a cute-ass little app. You got it, Daniel? Yep. Let me see it. Show me. Right. Don't you be lying. The Lord's watching. Right. Yep. Let's see it. Pull your phones out. I want you to download that shit. If you're a fan of the podcast, you will get notifications. Steven, are, are they ready yet? Are they coming? coming, coming. They're coming. So Apple's going to allow push notifications. So basically now uh, it's we're basically we're basically like a fucking desktop item uh, icon, like an app, but not an app. But we're going to be able to – you'll get notifications when we make uh, new uploads, the, the members-only feed, which if you're not a member – what the fuck are you doing? You just missed a, a crazy weekend. I've been pissing. When I mean pissing, I mean out my anus, fucking straight fucking crown apple. I'm pretty sure if I like drank my diarrhea shit, I would get drunk again. For sure. Not that y'all wanted to hear that. But. <laughs> Some of y'all, I, 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 at one point, I felt a little like, no, no, I promise I'm not sitting down and pissing. I'm that's that was from my anus. I promise, like I'm not sitting down. You caught a, you caught a shark this weekend. Oh yeah, I shit my pants yeah. yesterday. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stood listen. up too quick. Stood up too quick, and then he was like, "Oh fuck."
0: I can't trust. A, I haven't trusted a fart in the last five years, man. This shit, I'm getting older, and and my for some reason I feel like I'm drinking heavily. Uh, all of he- your fart, all of
1: your farts are double agents. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: I don't know if I can trust this intel, but this <laughs> fart says we got some corn coming.
1: Be like. Put it on the list.
0: Speaking of corn, Corn Man made his debut. So we did it just for you guys, the podcast listeners. We brought Great Man and Corn Man to life, and they debut on this latest episode of Cockblock.
1: Explain, though. So we always do this podcast without explaining to anybody who's new to this. This is where we fuck up. So how do you jump into this world? You, tr- you try. Like, how, do you, how do you even begin to like break down So let me explain years? what Cockblockers is, though. To anybody who has if this is your first podcast you don't know what the show is, Cockblockers is a game show we film where we have a porn actress, and this time we brought in the lovely Lindsay Ryder, amazing actress, and that porn actress comes and gives a blowjob to a contestant. That guy contestant is dressed in a real wacky, weird outfit, and... What happens is, while he's getting his blowjob, there's 15 minutes for this guy to come. If he doesn't, if he comes in the 15 minutes, he wins. But we're not going to make it that easy. So what we do is, we send in cock blockers every five minutes, and these people's job is to make the blowjob the most. In uncomfortable experience that you can have. Tell them about some of the previous cock blockers. We previous had. cock blockers we had were Chicken Chewbacca, a guy dressed in a Chewbacca costume carrying chickens, putting them all on the body of the person who was catching head. Another cock blocker that we had was the butt naked leaf blower guy oh, yeah. coming in there swinging a dangling and creepy leaf clowns, the face. creepy clowns, a
0: pope yelling and bl- blaring fucking scripture from but the I Bible. Don't want,
1: but we're not going to tell them about all. The, you can't tell them about all the cock blockers on this episode because no. have got to go watch, watch it. Yes.
0: and you can only see it on mybisha.com. So not only can you watch years and years of crazy uncensored content, none of that pussy shit. You can't find it on YouTube. You can't find it anywhere. It's not on Pornhub. It's not. It's nowhere other than MyBeauty.com.
1: Yeah, and on our cock blockers episodes, we always have a member or uh, basically somebody. We, we who's put part of poll- our we put a poll in the Facebook yeah. group. Yeah.
0: If you don't know, if you want to join the Facebook community, there's a there's a, like a a, a a sausage castle a Facebook. private page. You have to be accepted. We basically had to see a picture of your dick to make sure you're not a cop. But yeah. uh, if you are, that's cool. We got a lot of cops in there. I yeah. fuck with the cops. Cops fuck with me. And uh, you join it and you can join in the conversations. You can ask dumb questions. You can tell us, you know, hey, does anyone driving down from New York? I need a ride. And, you know, you, there's a community
1: there. And um, what was I talking about? I I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get this one. Uh, I've been forget. waiting to hop in like a, like a chubby chicken's fucking uh, double dutch. I've been sitting here waiting to just fucking hop in. Uh, <laughs> Miss Mary Mac, Mac Mac. All right, guys. So on this episode of Cockloggers, we did a poll to see if yes, there was a the member poll. who wanted to come that was selected. I backed this member from the beginning. I want to say I thought this should be the one. We had Caddy Daddy Anthony Anthony uh, to wave to the crowd here. So Anthony was chosen to be the person to. Uh, this motherfucker Hollywood already. He already yeah. got his own OnlyFans now and shit. He's like, yeah, I think I'm we'll gonna make a contest. Like, what the fuck? Well, he, I he, thought you were a construction worker. He was. Uh, he, he was. Uh, he was selected for this cock blocker, and we had him dressed up and stuff. I'm gonna give away too much because it's available on the site. I want you to see it. But, you got a nice uh, dick. Nice dick. Good. Good for you. Good. good for a you. good. A good hog. I was impressed by it, but. Uh, we didn't realize, man. We 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 went to his head. Now he's a star because this weekend, yeah. at members' weekend, we're make stars. He, was, he he was doing all the fucking this
0: weekend, man. Yeah, he. Fu- I, we saw him fuck a juggalo chick, which she obviously fucked everyone else. Yeah, a lot of other people. And then we, we you, you fucked a lesbian, member. a goddamn yeah. lesbian. lesbian. So good for
1: you, bro. She got yeah. a nice
0: ass. Uh, yeah, it was fucking so that's great. Good man. Yeah. So um, and
1: when you fucked the juggalo chick, you did something that's cool. You thought about your homie. Hey, Sharon is caring. Because you double piped same hole. Um, Yeah, everybody, that's the right reaction. Um, (laughs) Just that... Hey, hey, y'all are allowed to laugh if you're fucking entertained, all right, guys? Y'all are allowed to laugh. Just that that quiet silence of what the fuck and... uh, just, just to let you know, uh, 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 you know it was, that was awkward for me. And
0: I'm, I, this is my show. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, y'all can laugh. I mean, or yeah. y'all just make it really and, awkward. And just to let you
1: know, Stare Whitney, Whitney uh, a new guest who's staying here right now, you're actually sitting between the Double Pipe Brothers. Oh wow! So just to let you oh, know, oh fucking Mario Legion, <laughs> you. you're yeah. just the two, baby. You're the yeah. The, little tunnel, uh, the can, green tunnel. I guarantee you, they're daydreaming of fi- Chinese finger trapping you right now. <laughs> That's the new thing. They're like they're like raptors in Jurassic Park. They hunt as a pack. Like Anthony will be inside you, and all of a sudden from your side, you'll see you'll fucking Steve. you'll see Steve's dick, and you're like, "Clever girl," you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this this is how um I uh came into the 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 realization of what was happening. It was about eight a.m. Uh, technically Saturday morning. There was a Friday night party, which we always start yeah. off the kickoff. And, you know, um, it was chills, good vibes, and I was drunk as fuck, definitely blacked out for a couple hours, but came back to life, and I remember being in the pool about 8 a.m., and I look up, and I see this purple-haired, dread, ju- juggalo chick with, like, shitty face tattoos. The bitch looked like not, a- fu- not, not you, Steve. Not you. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the bitch looked like a final boss. Yeah. You know? And I was like, is that the bitch, on, is that the bitch you fight on Sonic the Hedgehog at yeah. the end of the fucking the level? And uh,
1: you're like, why are there so many potions in life right outside of her? No,
0: beautiful woman, very, uh, very, uh, An very open and free, beautiful. and happy. Yeah. Yes, she had nice, she had a very juicy pooper, nice titties, mm-hmm. she had a great attitude. I loved her energy, loved her she vibe. She was a team player, yeah. And I'm really, uh, I this is a place that you don't have to worry about being like slut shamed or anything because. We welcome and we embrace those
1: who are free. Who doesn't want to have sex? That's what I don't understand about slut-shaming. Like, you're you're shaming people because they like having sex? Who doesn't like having sex? Uh,
0: I have no idea what you just said. What'd you say? I said, how dare you have deeds as a human being? Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Also, shut up. Uh, <laughs> the so, question and answer part will be at the end so she uh i i don't remember exactly
0: what happened because i probably was like probably blacked out still but i just remember pulling my phone out and getting extremely close to some buttholes and some balls and i was up in there like a fucking yeah. war photographer like i'm on the front lines of juggalo orgy fucking 8 a.m pool fucking fantasy yeah. And I look up and I see Anthony, A.K.A. Caddy Daddy, one of my members, getting all of his thirty-three dollars a month worth. Yeah. And I was like, wow, must be nice.
1: Yeah, you were, you good were, times. Yeah, you were pumping. I watched. I watched the video. You had a good stroke game, and then you were like, "Wait a second, I got to get my man in here, man. A little Pippin and Jordan action over here. Little yeah. fucking little tag and team. Steve came swimming up like a little fuck gator, you know, just coming up. <laughs> and then they were like, "How are we gonna? How are we gonna? Put our dicks in the same hole without touching, and Anthony goes, "Who said they're not touching?" And they Captain planted that pussy, and it was like when Elliot and E.T.'s fingers touched. glue, and they were next thing you know, they were all flying away on a bicycle.
0: If you're you know? if you're a fan of this podcast, you know I'm extremely very comfortable with my sexuality. However, I have never DP'd with a chick, and, and I don't think I could if I wanted to. I don't
1: think my dick he's is big with enough He's going with double penetration. Look, I, I, when you said DP, I saw Steven's eyebrow raise. He's like, he's not using the right DP. He's talking about DP-1 double penetration, <laughs> not DP-2 deep penetration. Honey, later on, show him the scrapbook. Let's let's
0: let's, let's teach this, man. Steven has this girlfriend here who none of us have ever even had a conversation with. I have! Have you? <laughs> <I've-> <laughs> I didn't know she talked until the other day. I was like, oh shit, she, her... Her fucking mouth moved. I was like, "God damn, are you are you here consensually, man?" Blink yeah. once if yes. You should see
1: when steven puts a treat on her nose and she just sits there until he sits "Now." You know, ha-
0: has he, ha- ha- steven have you uh, introduced your girlfriend to, to the speculum thing?
1: I don't need to be introduced. She's no? like, I, she, I know the speculum by name. She's like, Craig, get over here. <laughs> How long did you work at Hot Topic for?
0: Hey, hey, I'm not here to judge. Yeah. Dude, Steve, Steven is on a, a, he's on some fucking Facebook group, like Hot Topic Hotties. <laughs> And he's just fucking DMing away. Like, what's up, baby? You want to check out my fucking, uh, fucking little uh, infinity
1: mirrors and shit? You know, shit.
0: Uh, Spencer's and Hot Topic. Like, when you were growing Steven's
1: up. Steven's on SheHasACar.com. Yeah. And he's like, I'll eat that pussy all night, baby. I got to get out of these walls some days. I'm trapped in this goddamn house. She owns, she's a restaurateur, too. And I know for a fact, Steven being there washing dishes, he's like, I'll stay all night. If Mike sees me at 3 in the morning, he's going to make me fix. The internet somewhere. <laughs> hey, These
0: Mike, motherfuckers I love, from I love me. When Mike, I'm on to him. Michael I, I caught Chris sneaking. He was sleeping in the Mac Shack. And I didn't know he was in there. And I'm over here, Jimmy, and blacked out and just Jimmying with a butter knife. He, I didn't know he was behind the, in the Mac Shack. And he fucking he heard me rustle, tussling, doing a fucking a breaking and entering in my own goddamn home. <laughs> I was like, no locked doors. Wake up! And I didn't even know you were in there. And, I, and then I felt bad because I thought maybe he thought I was fucking. But Joe, yes, I did wake you up on purpose, and I was definitely. Definitely trying to uh, breaking and break an injury That's like a thing I do when I get blacked out during the members weekends. I go wake up everybody in their tents yeah. or their RVs or campers. But we do. Uh, I didn't even finish the story about me and Kurt. Oh, that we're, we're, of that. course, you know. Don't worry about that, baby. Like, if they haven't listened to a podcast in a couple of months, maybe, maybe yeah. they forgot how this shit
1: goes. Uh maybe every now and then I'll finish one story. <laughs> let me let me help explain some of the stories that are going on here. Uh Christmas sleeping. <laughs> yeah. It's a recap yeah, of the stories we're halfway yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> Christmas cr- crashing. <laughs> Chris was crashing in the old Mac Shack, and that door doesn't work. So Chris is in there, and Chris told me this. He's crashing in there. So on I'd already members, forgot about this story. So on Members Weekend, finding a place to sleep where Mike can't get to you is super important. And so Chris thought the Max Shack was safe, and he told me, he's like, he's dead-ass asleep. All of a sudden, he hears Mike trying to jimmy the door open with a butter knife, and there's a scary feeling to it, because you're like, what is he coming in here to do? It's like, the bear. Is the bear's he, back. Is he butt-ass naked trying to hump me? Does he have a shark on his hand? Is he throwing poop? Like, you just basically, to me, it's like one of those movies where intruders are in the house and you're just standing there with a pistol. And, you're and like, I've already accidentally
0: shitted on Chris before, so he's like, "Yeah, I don't know what could happen. This is like a fucking uh, roulette. You're
1: just, you're just like, just, shh, maybe they'll just walk away.
0: And you can't really see out that door so you don't really know who's mm. on the other side. You
1: know it's you though. Everybody knows <laughs> it's you. I told them, I was asleep on the bus and I knew it was Mike. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did yeah. a, I did a break and interview on yeah. you too. I was asleep on the bus and I could feel, because when Mike's drunk, he walks really thumpy. You remember, Mike's a tall guy. I man. he's a big tall guy and when somebody gets on the bus, you can feel a little bit of movement, but I know when it's you're drunk all, you're Mike, all like You're like the fucking guy at the carnival uh, uh, fucking <laughs> guessing people's weights like, oh,
0: that's a fat motherfucker.
1: I got, I got like a Must ch-
0: be Mike on the bus.
1: I got like a Chinese earthquake thing. It's a frog holding three balls. <laughs> and when, they, when they tip into the jar, I'm like, point two. got to get on the phone. So I heard, I felt the bus. Call California, wake them up, get the fucking FEMA on line one. I'm a light sleeper, and I felt the bus moving. I was like, Mike's coming. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I opened up my eyes. The Jurassic and I, Park puddle, there's yeah. a little ripple. <laughs> I grabbed the doorknob <laughs> to open it for him, and he was pulling at the same time. And he's like, "What the fuck's your problem?" <laughs> like that's what he's yelling at me. Well, obviously, and then when, I didn't even know you were in there. Yeah, well, I opened, and and, and, and uh, Courtney knew because Courtney's like, "I saw you pop up on the monitor because we have uh, security cameras and see you sleeping in there." And I was like, "What do you want?" He's like, "No, we're just we're chilling." <laughs> Because I, I, like,
0: I do feel bad when I wake up the, the team that, you know, obviously is Because like you got you got to
1: understand, this is like 7.30 in the morning. We just went to sleep. It's not like, you know oh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Get a good nap. No, it's like 7.30. I'm going to be up at like 10.30. Uh, everybody's going to be up real early. And Mike's going to be going to bed at 10.30 and wake up at like 12.30. So everybody's getting their two hours of sleep. That's about it. But Mike came, and, and then the minute he woke me, I was like, damn. I gotta give an alert because the team needs to know he's sleep creeping unless I'm the last one and he's already got him but I couldn't get to Joe in time and uh no and Joe Joe you was know, uh, in the A-frame he was in the A-frame so the A-frame is a new thing that Kurt and Mike and Kurt's cowboy team have built and it, uh, it's uh cowboy a construction cowboy construction yeah they're like we can build it and we can ride it they're on top of it with a fucking hat on whoa <laughs> and so they built this A-frame lean-to which is a dope ass new like uh red residency for the place. You could stay here when you're visiting the weekends. They're really decorated. And so Joe, uh, you know, Joe's deployed before. We know my man's been in some shit, so we were like, let's let him try it out. And so Joe tried it out, and he may have had he may have had one of those uh, you know, oh, he scally had scally bags. He had him a little guest. And here's little, the deal. A little, a little fucking uh, bunk, bunk partner. Here's the deal everybody, we all know end of the night, you vibe with somebody, you bring them back, you have a blast. But, sometimes you don't want everybody
0: to know who it is. So you know? <laughs> it, it remind me of another fucking members' weekend a few years ago. I was drunk as fuck, pretty much blacked out, and I did some breaking and entering. I I feel like it's um oh B and E. It's like a it's a it's a right it's a rite of passage. You come to members' weekend, Mike Busey wakes you up in his tent, and I know. Raise your hand if you if I've barged into your RV or camper. <laughs> yes, there's like six. Eight, all right, eight, nine, ten.
1: Hands go. All right, put your hands down. Goddamn it. <laughs> yeah Steve, Steven's raising his hand and he's like, it ain't a members weekend, it's just a fucking Tuesday. <laughs> and you're like Well, I, I it,
0: like I said it's a rite of passage. You come and it's like I hope I I hope I get the Mike Busey uh blacked out uh breaking entering uh fucking package experience because <laughs> I have been known to be like wake up motherfuckers and sleep creeping people when I creep up on you while you're sleeping and do weird shit to you, you know, consensual ish. And, uh, you you know. cannot
1: consent to be passed no, out.
0: I, I don't rub my genitals on you. It's nothing sexual, you perverts. No, you it's mind not sexual it. at all. No, it's just you know, it's uh, it's just
1: shocking. There's like a shark, fireworks. There's like a shark, pu- a shark puppet in your fucking face, yeah, biting your nose.
0: Yeah, suffocate you. You know, just some weird shit. You know, <laughs> just sh- creep up on you, Daniel's and like, and Let n- you know n- I could have n- took it if I wanted, but Daniel's I'm not. like
1: Noth- nothing wrong with that. That's that's part of the hunt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, I fucking. Uh, Pulled up on Joe and oh oh no Joe, another the old story. story come on now. No, come on yes. now yeah good hey good hey way to keep me on so <laughs> yeah uh, years ago I pulled up into an RV and I went into a back room to a guy who was married and I didn't realize that whoever the the lady was in the room with the in the same bed yeah. wasn't his supposed, wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah.
1: And I was just
0: like, ah, fucking we're live on the secret snap. It's me and Abdul, the shit-talking puppet. And I I think that marriage is done now. Um, Maybe,
1: or it's stronger.
0: Or it is stronger. Or now they're swinging now.
1: Steve, Caddy, you hear that? So
0: the moral story is don't be cheating on your insignificant others, because I may one day drunkenly break an inner and catch your ass. But Joe is a single uh, man he he's not in a relationship, but he was definitely caked up with a uh, what we would call less than desirable, and he was like. Do not film that. <laughs> get out of here, Mike. And Joe, like, if Joe respects me enough to know he doesn't, he doesn't want to get in a physical altercation with me. But it had it be anyone else, they would already been like dead. He would already fucking like beat yeah. the shit out of him. And I know it. It pains him knowing that he can't fight me. Not that he couldn't, but you know, I'm like, that he wouldn't he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. want to. Um, but you could see, and from what I remember, I saw Joe
1: lashing himself with a belt. He's like. <gasps> he was like God my not now I have company anytime you get caught with a less than she's hiding under a sheet he's got her fucking smothered like stay down here bitch anytime you get don't come up her hair I tell you anytime you get caught with like a less than desirable you look in the eyes of the person who caught you and you're like So, what do you need me to do for this to be done? Okay. What what am I going to have to do in the future to make this not? But not Anthony. I'm going to tell you this much Anthony walks in with a less than desirable, smacks him on the ass. He's like, I did that. Oh, listen. Anthony's a goddamn war criminal. I always
0: tell people the Sausage Castle is a place. Where the ugly become pretty and the pretty become ugly, and you never know. There is so much love in the air, and I have seen some of the craziest situations where people. I'm like, how the fuck did he land her? And That's I'm, every
1: girl I've ever hooked up with in my life, whether she's ugly or not. I same, like, same. How did this fat sleep apnea motherfucker get anyone?
0: <laughs> but we have, we have seen situations where, like, I I'm not a hater. And and I'm, I'm not a I'm 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 one to I am always rooting for the underdog, not not you Jeff yeah but I'm always like I hope that guy finally gets some pussy so he doesn't kill himself. I have seen the greatest gap of why the fuck is this happening in the universe on these very gro- these yeah. sacred grounds that we call the sausage castle. There, I've I'm like seen- what timeline are we living in? You know <laughs> we we've had beautiful bussy beauties who lived here. Literally, fuck and get pregnant by the lawnmower boys. Like, guys that didn't have cell phones, didn't shower. Like,
1: they had it isn't multiple a, pizza boxes in their it, bed they slept with every night. He, he doesn't even have an Android. He has a voicemail service. Yeah. That's it. You just call it up, and every now and then he takes a landline. <laughs> He's like, oh, look, these messages. You yeah, know? It, and we're talking, like, the... the
0: the 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 universes like collide. There's like some crazy yeah. parallel fucking paradox going on. We're here.
1: the ones keeping everything in the universe in order. We're like, send the yard boy with the model. It's the only way to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> all, ever since ever since they shot Harambe, we've been trying to fix everything. And yeah. hey,
0: you notice after Harambe got shot, everything went to shit. We got fucking all kinds of shit. We're on the brink of fucking World War Three. Ever, ever since balloons, ever since
1: little Nas X did old country road and shifted the universe a little bit we're like we got to fix everything
0: yeah so we play our part where if you were in the room right now and, and and what do you think there's 25 people here right now like there's there's a say hi yell everybody just in case they don't know all right we don't we don't have a camera to shoot you but there's a bunch of you up there out here and thank y'all for joining us and uh it's our first podcast of the year 2023 and we try to make we try to fucking bring people together from every walk of life. And every time we have a members weekend, I just look and say, hmm, this is you will never see a guy from Africa. Literally, you can barely understand what the fuck he's saying. And then talking to just just the most you see, the most random people that you would think we casted them from, like, a casting pool of, hey, let's find this guy from Africa and this this crazy veteran dude and then let's take this gothic chick and this redneck dude and put them in a fucking a campgrounds and make them play drinking games and do weird shit until the middle of the morning. Like, it's a beautiful thing. And, and that's the one thing that I definitely uh, cherish and I'm proud of uh, and hopefully that I'll one day remember it as like all the stupid shit to bring a group of people together that necessarily would never fucking ever even talk to each other. Some of y'all motherfuckers, if y'all were to open the door for each other at a Seven Eleven, you wouldn't even say thank you. Okay, this is this is like it, the Sausage Castle will always be a beacon to those. This looks like the DMV. Yeah, you know, just everybody needs to be here. Yeah, they're like, fuck, I gotta be here. And I don't want to be here. Yeah. But they do and and I how many of these people raise your hand if you came here and volunteered your services or time, and you fucking had done some construction projects at four in the morning with me like uh the members who support us, you employ people you you fucking are running an operation even if it is thirty three bucks a month, and uh it, it, it's it's uh it will never ever be um it, it it will always in my heart in mind and those who care will always know how like sniffing that is. So by being a member, it, it is the only place that you get to like watch content, but then you actually are invited to experience it in person with us together. I don't know if Jake Paul is like, hey, pay me thirty three dollars a month, you can come camp in my house for three fucking days and fuck hoes in my pool at eight in the morning. I don't think it's happening. And I'm proud to say, like, I don't think anyone's doing what we're doing here. And it is a fucked up community of every different type of people coming together. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. And we just had a great members weekend. And I had a, a lot of fun, from what I can remember. I definitely blacked out a few times. And uh, we, we just we haven't been on here in three months or three months or longer. I don't I don't know the exact time. But a lot of shit's happened, Miguel. A lot of shit's happened since we've been on here. And um, it feels good to be back. And we hope you missed us, those who are listening. And and if you, if you do miss us, show us you miss us. And if you're not a member, become a member. Support us, because that type of stuff drives us and motivates us. And uh, maybe you want to come hang out, and maybe you feel like you don't fit in. Maybe you feel socially awkward. Not you, Jeff. Um, just come like there's. I promise you, whatever problem you have or quirkiness or fucking deformity, whatever we got, we we already got three of you here. Okay, I promise you. Like there is every walk of life here that you. It's can like a second hand store of people. Yeah, you know yeah. We're, we're we're the fucking Salvation Army, <laughs> yeah. Goodwill of I'm fucking like, the world. This
1: one's got a little fire damage, but other than that, it's pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this one was been molested a few times, but hey, man, yeah. this, you're gonna love it. It's Look great. at her on the pole, though. Yeah, you know? she does great. <laughs> Fucking, I I I think I told a reporter that one time. I'm like, oh, if you haven't been molested, then I really can't relate to you. I and I think like that stuck on Google for a while. And like good, good. I met some of- people like on a Tinder date
1: before in my past. Like. Yeah, so what's this quote about? I'm like, oh, you have to, like, it's taken out of context. There's so many times, context. Mike, when you're talking to somebody from, like, media, and I'm like, okay, this is going good, this is going good, this is going good, and then he's like, yeah, you know, because, you know, if you haven't been molested, maybe maybe I can't relate to you. I'm like, this motherfucker. Like, I know that they just stopped listening to the other 20 minutes of, like, yeah, you know, it was the hardest thing was going through the IRS, blah, blah, blah. The only thing is Mike Busey. If your daddy didn't fuck you, don't come here, you know? <laughs>
0: Speaking of coming places, uh, March 23rd, this Thursday, <laughs>
1: Segway. Uh, we're going to be at
0: Daytona Beach because we're coming back to Coyote Ugly for the electric rodeo, and everyone in this fucking podcast, you better be there, because uh, John's going to need help loading that mechanical bull. Yeah. All right. We're going to need at a lot of
1: strong young men that need to fucking really show their love. Yes. So for all those times you
0: uh, uh, got your dick sucked here, it's time to pay up. Yeah. It's currency motherfuckers. We may not have paid you, but you got your dick sucked. Dick tax motherfucker. Pay I saw up. I saw Courtney Cook at least 20 hot dogs today. All right? Somebody yeah. got somebody got fed. Yeah. So yeah, this uh this Thursday, March 23rd, we will be at Coyote Ugly, and it's like spring break time. Yeah, so in Daytona, a bunch of old people are going to show up and mix in with some weird, crazy college fucking whoa! That's the first place I ever got arrested, Daytona Beach spring break. It's like my like twentieth anniversary or something. Uh, we, you know, so we're going to go celebrate the Electric Rodeo, which is our new brand that we're taking out with our mechanical bull that we've uh, we've overhauled, and we, and John and Amy. And uh, Old Man Bud that really no one knows
1: about unless you're a hardcore listener. Old Man Bud. Let me me just close your eyes and let me tell you the ballad of Old Man Bud. (laughs) Imagine a man whose body's twisted so much when he lays down it looks like a swastika. Old Man Bud. He's made of 50% human parts and the rest are all mechanical machinery keeping him alive. (laughs) Old Man Bud and Old Man Rex.
0: Are these two old guys who lived on our property before we showed up, and when we showed up, they're like they were kind of like super like, well, what are these boys going to do? We're gonna be we're gonna have a place to live, and uh, they went to they went to bat for us, and were, when we first moved to Sassafras Castle Eight, they were like. They went to this huge, like it was basically a lynch mob. The whole town, yeah, old town. with pitchforks and at, fire. Get him out of here!
1: Get that Mike Boozy out of here! He said, "He said if your daddy ain't fuck you, you shouldn't come to his house." And that's <laughs> the only thing I can agree with. Other than that, <laughs> he's got as, as Miguel minutes.
0: says, he always says, "I'm the wrong kind of white."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like maybe I can argue some white privilege, but not not this trailer trash motherfucker. Like I'm like, no, I got a shot. If we get pulled over, the cops gonna look at me and be like. Hey, you okay, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so
0: old man, Bud, and Rex were living on this property. One's like a former pr- uh, preacher,
1: and another guy's a disgruntled uh, truck oh, driver. Let me explain old man Bud, too. He, uh... He's always getting some surgery to keep him alive till tomorrow. No, we're, we're, you know? dead, we're dead ass.
0: Between the two of them, yeah. Rex has had like five, I'm not even joking, five triple bypass. I don't even yeah. know what the fuck that is, but I know it's serious. Yeah. And then Rex is basically or made butt, of steel. Yeah.
1: Bud is made of steel, and he's always like... <sighs> Gotta figure out a way to get this money together for them. I'm like, why are you keep the, I, like if he had to go fund me for new parts? I'd be like, guys, how long are these gonna last? Like, you know, let's just, just ride it out. And then also, here's some wild thing we don't know where it comes from, but old man Bud will just show up and bring us Domino's pizzas, yes, out of his pocket. Like, he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? Look at this hand, boom, yeah. And I, I, we call him guilt pizza because yeah. I haven't let them, oh. uh,
0: I haven't charged them rent, uh, since they lived here. So they've been living here for free, and
1: when Bud shows up with some pizza, I'm always like, "God damn it, what do you need?" He's like, "Hey guys, just a, got you some thin crust loaded pizza." We're like, uh, "Fuck!" He knew we were hungry. Damn it, he got us again.
0: So every time when pizza shows up, we're like, "Fuck!" Oh, what? What's he about to ask us? What favor are we about to do? We have to go dig a hole, and and, and I'm not even joking. We are going to have to one day be so like, "Hey, I haven't heard from Bud or Rex. I'm gonna go out to one out in the woods." <laughs> And unfortunately, I hope we don't anytime soon, but we're going to fucking have to find one of their dead bodies soon because uh, we, I've even had to contact some of his next to Ken and be like, all right, well, so what's the game plan Like when these motherfuckers die? Like, who's getting so, their camper? So who's I wanna, taking care of the dog? I
1: want to interrupt just to let you guys. Just a minute ago, my mic popped in and out, and so Technical Steven came over here and did the most technical thing I've ever seen. He pulled a goddamn Nintendo on it. He just pulled the... Cor- oh, nope, and it's gone again. <laughs> and it's gone yep so this is where i had to
0: actually talk and, and keep the show going and i'm so technically i'm not interrupting him i'm just trying to pretend hey nothing to see over here technical and this is what happens we haven't done a show in uh three months so yeah it's uh bud and rex if you ever come to the sauce castle you see a guy who looks like he's way too old to be alive still he lives here and he lives out in the woods on the property so 80 acres we, we we call it the cemetery because it's basically two old men ready to die any day, and I've already bought every fucking thing off there. I bought Abdul the puppet was like a part. This, I don't know if if you're an OG follower, the little puppet I give an Indian accent and talk shit to people while I'm drunk as fuck. That hasn't been out in a while, but he's coming back soon. Uh, he was a part of like a missionary uh, children's puppet Christian uh, traveling show. This puppet, and when I bought it from him, he's like, "Oh, that's old, buddy." You're not gonna, you know, do anything bad with old Buddy. Buddy was eating pussy like on the second day. Buddy's fucking been partying and now his name's Abdul, the shit talking puppet. He he
1: lost his hands on tour.
0: Yeah. Just like,
1: just like, just like he's an Iraq war vet. We're like, I did a tour and I lost my goddamn hands. (laughs) I'm like, hey, that's why you get free Shonies once a year, you know? (laughs) Put the hat on,
0: you know? (laughs) Speaking of death, uh, we had one of our midgets. Uh, that's a part of, like... Oh, ben, my God, yeah. Uh, it, it, one of our midget friends, she uh, she faked her own
1: death. And we were really, like, upset. Can I, can I, can I kind of set take this it, one up? It. So we had just lost a homeboy of ours, too, right? And you know how there always like, all these things come in threes and all this stuff like that? You just lose a lot of people around the same time. So we had just lost a homeboy of ours. And he... Uh, it was all over Facebook. And then at the same time, then out over Facebook, somebody was like, um, I can't wait. I, I, it's hard to break to everybody, but we just lost, uh, we just lost our home girl, uh, this midget that we were all friends with. And so it was being alluded to that she took her own life and it was all over social media. And you know, man, it breaks our heart. I'm going to tell you a hundred percent for me. It breaks my heart. Anytime I hear somebody took their own life, because beyond the fact that I'm just sad that they took their life, I wonder how I've never been in that much pain to God, I've never been in so much pain that I was going to just end it. And I know that people are constantly in that kind of pain, physically, emotionally, mentally. Uh, I hope for me personally, it never crosses my mind at any point, man. But I just my first thought besides anger, why would you do this or this? And I have those feelings, too, when people do it. But my first thought is, damn, how much pain was this person in that this even was an option? So when this happened and we heard that 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 this had happened to her, it was very sad. Plus, you know. There's only, you know, you guys know the rule. There's only 5,000 midges at a time in the earth, you yeah.
0: know? At one and time they, don't, they, don't, they don't live very long either. Uh-uh, because so.
1: they, and, and with them cutting down so many trees, they can't go into their crystallized cocoons to uh, to sleep at night and, and make dreams for children. So, you know, the more we're cutting down the trees, the less midge eye are going to be available. So I'm like, you know, what are we, we lost one. It takes 100 years to grow one. Everybody knows that. Yeah. You know, you got to find a forest. You got to plant them in a cave. You got a little kid wish on them. It's a process, you know? So when we heard that... She She had taken her life. It was heartbreaking. Then, check this out, guys. Like She was
0: like, Jesus. Yeah,
1: she pops up on Instagram with a story, which at first we're all like, what is this? I'm thinking this is her last story she did. Somebody posted it for her. She's like, listen, y'all. I know a lot of y'all is mad because I was out here. Uh, you know, doing what I did. She's like, y'all don't know what somebody's going through. You don't know the pain I was dealing with. You can't judge somebody just because they fake their own death. <laughs> this. She was trying to justify her yeah. faking her own death. And then right and, after, and,
0: and here it is, yeah. right here for you to to enjoy. That this is uh this is the the audio. Obviously- she was
1: dropping albums like Tupac, like a year after her death Hello, there was a
2: new one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good That's her real afternoon. voice. Um. As you see, I'm still here. Oh, what the fuck? Um,
0: midget Lazarus.
2: I don't know why half of y'all cared about me being alive or around when you wasn't a part of my life or didn't. Che- um, anyways, I don't know why y'all care to check up on me when y'all, most of y'all, ain't in, ain't even in my life personally or any of that. So. Stop asking if I'm okay or if I'm dead or alive. Why does it matter to you if you're not bringing nothing to me?
1: Whoa, and if we're whoa, not friends oh, to this shit. day.
2: But why does it matter? With all the respect, I love all my people that have been...
0: What do you mean people?
2: Knowing me, knowing of me, and such and such and things like that. I'm not saying we need each other, but... What? You're not a friend if you don't check up on your people's every day. Oh, I got shit to do, bitch. We, we don't... I respect everybody, but it's just, you know, it just. Some people show you who's the real side when you fake your death, when you actually die. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really cares unless something really happens to you.
1: Let me quote Machiavelli here. So for me here, to sit
2: here and have to do that, it's pretty fucked up. For me to have to do that. It's nobody's business on why I did it. I did it for a reason. Don't you worry people about got me, me. Fucked up. People made some made up cricket stories about some other shit. What's a shit. cricket story? So is
0: that a midget Stories?
2: First you know of all, you know what I'm saying? And um, I, I, God bless to everyone. And if you're not, it's nobody's business on what, what I don't see. how I'm so whatever. But um, anyways. Shut really up, Only talk to me if you truly want to build something or build a friendship. We you want build a lollipop fort? Be like, oh, how you doing? And, and be a dry conversation. Hey, so this is the anyways, best part, though. No. That being That's said, um, <laughs> I have not been on, been on here since I made that newsflash. <laughs> the newsflash that I was dead. I'm not on social media until I feel better. I respect everybody, Okay, this is a repeat. It after this, Mike, oh, here's the best part. After you know,
1: this, the next thing something. she posted, she was like, "If you want private dances, or you yes, want me the to come very to next video. post, her very next post was her prices and that she needed eight hotel rooms, a first class airline flight, all oh, this shit. Bro, dead
0: ass. No, she live went,
1: ass, Mike, live <laughs> ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this, this, our fucking dear friend, mid eye friend, went from a a, a half ass apology, fake my own death post to like. If you want to book me and you serious DM me, I need blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the fuck? And you, know,
1: you know how disrespectful this was to like Santa and the Lollipop <laughs> Guild? Because they're like, they're thinking they got to restaff and shit like that. But I had like uh,
0: my homie Bunny. Uh, she has like one of the biggest podcasts on the internet. She's uh, Jelly Roll's wife. She hit me. I was like, Mike, what's up? What's up? Oh, you your midget, man. She killed herself. And I was like, yeah, man, shit's crazy. Like a couple weeks later, I'm like, oh, I was like, Bunny, check this out. She's like, oh
1: hell no. Nah. I had to send her the video. She got on a shoebox, tied a rope to a doorknob, and just you know
0: <laughs> man, I got I got I was I was worried, man. I, I worried. I
1: was sad. Here's the thing. This is the only and I'm gonna tell you this. Had we heard she was talking about killing herself. She any of that. If anything was real about this, man, it'd be heartbreaking. Because like I said, what kind of pain somebody's going through. But for somebody to fucking like Scooby-Doo, you be like, and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for all y'all realizing I wasn't dead. You know? <laughs> you know? And then it's like, it's not like somebody said she was dead. And she's like, no, they were saying that I was. She's like, yo, you know, you out here, you motherfuckers in my business because I'm just trying to fake my own death and shit. You know, I'm trying to fucking, you know.
0: I <laughs> like it, it like- was cringy as fuck. And then like we're like we're sad because she's obviously in a in a very short dark place. Ooh, ooh, and <laughs> but we're like, yo, man, just holler at us, you know, like. Me and Midget Mac had a threesome with her. You know, you're like her yeah. homie. You can talk to us and shit. You Same know? hole or different holes? Uh, just, I took the Sorry, front. Sorry, guys. I took the front. I was trying to help you, boy. Mac out. took Candy the back. Addie and Steve. and that's, like, that's actually on MikeBisa.com, too. You yeah. can watch me and Midget Mac get down like fucking Bobby Brown. Yeah. But yeah, like, and, and she, she's trap. cool, but we are like, damn, we over here faking your death. Oh, the midget who cried wolf looking at yeah, us. Yeah,
1: and if you go to fake your death, I mean, longer than four days, man, really make it happen. Just no. pop back up in another country like, ha, fuckers. Don't just be on the MARTA in Atlanta. Uh, like Vic Dev and now I'm going to Kroger. Like
0: she was yeah. sassy. Like she was she was like uh, bitching at she had the energy that was like, no, that's not no this is like a, a PR disaster nightmare. Like, I no, love, no. I love
1: unarticulate people because first of all, this is the first knowledge that any of us have that you aren't dead. And it's like, all right, what's up popping off right now, shorty? And by the way, she's and a white whatnot. midget
0: for those who are just listening yeah. to the audio. Yeah, and you like she what? a little ghetto.
1: What up, y'all? You know everybody out there talk all this shit, because I'm like, what up popping? And you thought I was dead. Well checking out your girl still alive, shorty? <laughs> Looking for them DMs if you' trying to book and whatnot and get together and pop it. I'm tired of all y'all mopping all that book. Sometimes a bitch gonna fake her own death. Jam, shorty, act like it's 2023, not 1993.
0: It was an emotional midget roller coaster that we yeah. went through, and she was. We had just ride. lost our our homie the day before, uh, Big Mike. Uh, he yeah, we're here. heartbroken. We we're like, damn, man, what the fuck? And then he died. And then the next day she decided she was like, Oh, he getting out of attention. I'm gonna
1: fake my death too. Her agent was like, let us ride this PR wave right now. Okay. <laughs> Fucking- right now. This is a very, very good time to fake your death. Okay. I'm gonna tell you the same thing I told Tupac. Do it, kid. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. There's a there's a lot of shit. Uh Fucking! Uh, I was hanging out with MGK and Megan Fox. Since so we've hung out with me and you, went to me, you and Chris went to Charleston, South Carolina. Went to my old foster home. Hung out with our buddy steve I'm
1: gonna tell you this about the foster home. Hold up! And we haven't done a podcast since that. We've done a podcast since then. I thought we did. No, but November. Me no. Okay, so December we went and saw Steve-O? So we saw Stevo. It's in all a blur, Miguel. Yeah. Okay, all, yeah, we did go see, We did go see Steve O. In Mi- big midget
0: devs, our celebrity friends, foster so, home. Let me tell you about this. Monkeys. I want
1: to talk about the foster home first of all because a lot of times Michael tells us a story about the foster home, but I think it's tell, a, tell him Miguel. Uh, let me let me get this one. Tell him. Uh, I think it's it's convoluted, sort of how he tells the story because Chris didn't it like change the way me and you felt. Okay, so this foster home. Is a person who's not directly related to Mike, but is somebody who was considered his grandmother.
0: Wait, I just called her, called her my Meemaw. Yeah, yeah,
1: and so we didn't get... This part helps us out. Uh, she has long passed away. Uh, Tommy? Tommy? Tommy, uh, Tommy, yeah, uh, yeah, Miss Tommy. So she's passed away. Her husband's still alive. Gary, yeah, yeah, Gary. And Gary is, you know, Mike kind of considers him his grandpa. But He's never called him his grandfather. Really, you don't really call him a grandfather. He's never even said I love you to
0: me. He's no. But let me tell you this. Okay, so let me tell you guys. Let me
1: tell you this part of the story, and this is the good part. He's not really affectionate to Mike, even though you can tell he loves him, right? So, Mike, we're there. We're all the way in Charleston. I know exactly what you're about to say. We're all the way in Charleston. I know exactly what you're about to say. We we went ghost hunting. (laughs) We went over to a Reverly Brewery, kicked it with my cousin BJ. And it was going to be like an hour out of our way to go see Mike's grandpa. So, Mike, this is something you guys don't know about Mike. When Mike gets a little kind of like tense about some of these ideas. And I want to say thank
0: you. In, in case I haven't, yeah. I know I've said it before I know, too. Man. But I want to publicly say thank you for uh, pushing me to get out of my comfort zone because, like, a part of me wanted to go back there. But a part of me was like, oh, fuck.
1: No. And, and I also know that you concern yourself with like me and Chris, and it will derail you if you're like, I think it's going to waste their time. Oddly enough, though, you'll waste our time with a lot of <laughs> shit. But when you think it's like... <laughs> but, but there are other times when you're like, I don't want to waste their time. This is their trip. And I know that was a part of it, too, because you were like... Because it, yeah. I mean, uh, it was an hour... It was going to add two hours to our trip, yeah. But, you know, it was to see your grandfather at the foster home you hadn't been back to since Miss Tommy passed away, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, me and Chris were all in it. We are already in Charleston. We had a blast of a trip so they're like uh, fucking mike yeah, we're here it. show me the monkeys yeah, we're like there's no way we're not gonna have because here's the thing he's in his 70s this guy You know, you don't know. I don't want this. I don't want there to ever be. We were this close and we didn't get to go see your grandfather and you didn't get to go spend some time with him. So we go to this foster home, and here's Mike the whole drive. So another thing you guys don't know about Mike Musi Mike Musi will tell you about things like you told him it wasn't true. He's like, I knew there was that Taco Bell down this road. I told y'all. We're like, okay. And then he's driving, goes, Oh, that's that guest. I told y'all I know this Because (laughs) I'm telling these
0: stories, especially on the podcast, because it really has been like a digital diary. Uh, and, and and somewhat therapeutic and may, maybe uh, brought back some uh, fucking things I didn't want to fucking really think about ever again. But when I'm telling the story, I'm saying shit out loud that I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds crazy, actually. And does that even sound real? So... I it's my life. I lived it. I was there. I seen the show with my own eyes. But I still find myself being like, "Oh, they're not gonna believe this."
1: We and believe. Then, so when y'all see it, it, yeah. it it's it's uh, affirmations. We one hundred percent believed that Taco Bell was there. You know, <laughs> we we weren't like. I was having flashbacks just every five miles. It's like there it is. There's that fucking water tower. We, me and Chris, weren't like. he's lying about the goddamn water tower again. Who does he think he is? <laughs> So we get so we get over to the property, right? He's got he's got a bunch of acres. He got 10 20 acres like yeah, 15 like 15 or something. 15 like or something like, I don't know. And, and, and it's an area that was definitely even more rural before, but now it's got a few things until you get to his house.
0: And right? I probably reminded you that 20 oh, times. All the time,
1: all time. You know, where and the time. that's This is
0: late at night too. We're
1: getting there like ten, eleven. Yeah, like we got there really late. Dark. So, we pull up. This I, I I need you guys to understand me and Chris's adventure. To, to just really briefly summarize, we went to Charleston to go see O. We had a blast. We saw the intro we shot here at the house. We took steve crew to Waffle House, all this stuff. And this might sound like the most interesting part of the story, but it ain't shit compared to going to Mike's foster home and rolling up there. And first of all, Mike, who's the boss around here? You know, like Mike's dominant on a lot of things. You expect that. Instantly, we start seeing that Mike is becoming a little boy. I am. Because, Flashback city. Yeah. And when we pulled up, I pull up. And I turn into this dirt driveway that leads you to it, it's it's a ranch style house. Uh, it's got a lot of property. There's a kennel in the backyard and stuff. I pull up and I immediately make a left. And Mike say, "No, no, 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 no! Don't drive on his grass. That's show grass. He'll fucking <laughs> kick your ass." And I'm like, "Okay." And so we pull out. We get there and Mike's tense. He's pulling his nipples. He's rubbing his legs. He's worried too because he hasn't seen him in a couple years, like ten years or so. And he's worried because he's also heard and and you know people tell you like oh the old man you know he's letting the property go and stuff like that he hadn't you know he hadn't at all that property was great but what had happened was the old man's lawnmower had been broken uh it was a riding mower and it'd been broken for a while and the old man had been doing like 10 of the acres with a push electric or that's it not even even. he He was a gas mower just a push electric right so the old man been doing this whole and then and then also a a a old school push with no gas no anything you know just rocking it so when we got to the house the old man comes out gary gary right yeah, yeah cool as old man we, we have a great time with him 25 but, years navy 25 years navy hard like 15 ass. years police officer no uh, tw- 25 20, 20, 25, and 25 25 so he's been in the game so not affectionate but a good old man right uh, he starts talking about his mower, and you can tell that's his main thing. And he's got he's got some scallywags staying with him that, that Mike grew up with. Yeah, so they were foster kids when I was there to help you explain them. Me and Chris named them Metheny. Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> so imagine an old man who's obviously lonely. He's he's widowed, and and he's, he's not
1: like horny lonely. He's, he's lonely, retired lonely.
0: You know. Yeah, he's not horny. He's just lonely for people. I mean, I don't know. He might be horny. I don't know. I didn't ask him, but. I uh... mean, you know. He. It's a big property. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere.
1: And these are kids that this is one of the kids this is one of the kids he like raised in the foster home. So it's like having family back with you. Yeah. And to, to let you understand both of them, the one we called Methany was a sweetheart, but I, I couldn't tell because it was dark. But apparently, yeah, you know what apparently spiders up? were crawling all over her the yeah. whole time. She you know kept what fucked me him. up? I was like, I literally walked around
0: the house and I was like, every fucking room I went into, I was like, it, it was like, man, I don't know how, and I don't mean to ruin the vibe here, but it was very, like, I wouldn't say traumatic, but it definitely, like, took me back. I was like, oh,
1: man, fuck. Well you said also one of the big things that made you feel weird was they were smoking cigarettes in the house.
0: I was fucking
1: baffled. I was like, Grandma never what the fuck
0: that? is going on? It's Fucking old Meemaw's dead, and now everyone, all the old fucking foster home kids come back with dope fiend monkeys, <laughs> and fucking, now they're smoking goddamn cigarettes in the house? I was like, I remember being standing in a fucking military formation getting hosed down because I was trying to squeeze some titties
1: and it into the girls' room and shit. Now, Metheny'd be like, I'll let you touch a titty right now. I just need a ride.
0: Bro, listen, they were listening to my friends. They were like, and it was weird. I was like You
1: gotta explain it better. You're about to lose so, what that
0: means. So I, I went <laughs> there was there's this room, uh, it was where I I, I tr- got tripped up by this great Dane named Chelsea and knocked my teeth out. There's, there's little like four or five little steps. When I say staircase, i mean, it's only like four feet up, but when you're a kid it just feels like forever. And I hit this wall and fucking hey, hey, all hey, got Indiana fucked Jones. up. Hold on, hold on. Switch, get, switch the real card, into, switch it.
1: the rail card, I'm Indiana. To it. <laughs>
0: and I remember being like, "Oh man, this is where we watch this, and this is where we we, we were all playing truth or dare when the foster mom was out out in the kennel working on shit. truth or dare. We always had a spotter like one of the truth. Was, Have this you is a eaten foster day. No. The faucet, we're talking like ten kids minimum there. Everyone's it's like prison. Everyone's in for different shit. Like, oh, I got molested, or my dad fucking got killed by my mom at dinner table brains and shit. Like, I'm talking crazy shit. Shout out to Child Booty. I don't know where he's at. I don't know if he's alive. Don't go find him. That'd be great. DM me. And uh, fucking, I remember when we went there. All of a sudden, I hear Jelly Roll on the. They're listening to him on like on their fucking on their speaker, and I'm like. Y'all like y'all know y'all know who that is. That's that's my homie. They're like, what? You know Jelly Roll? I was like, yeah. And then and then like five minutes later, they're listening to MGK. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Are they playing my. Are they fucking with my emotions right now? They're like,
1: we're just on Spotify. It's called Mike Busey's fucking around with my homeboys Pod List. That's you, Mike. It was Andy, weird. That's you.
0: Because I was I was lo- like around these these uh two w- one of them the, the one of them i don't know who the what the fuck her story was but the one of them i knew
1: one um, of them used to live in the foster home with you yeah. when you were a kid and then the other dope monkey was just uh some so, local other tell them about her in the bathroom was the best oh so like i'm fucking just
0: like walking around like what the fuck and i, I kind of felt like they felt like we were there to spy on them, to be like, yo, what are you doing with with, with Gary's, like, why are you here? Yeah. They were excited to me, because they knew, like, you know, I'm fucking a rock star yeah. and shit now, and, you know, they knew that, because uh, some of them were, like, bullies. I remember they were, like, they were, like, 17, 16, 17 when I was, like, 13 at the time, so I, they were kind of very aggressive ghetto girls who were like bullying me and they they'd manipulate situations in their favor like you yeah. know Taco Bell they would get extra burrito and shit I'm like bitch I'm out here shoving a horse shit with now me. I'm
1: running around with all my teeth Mefany. Yeah. so it was a very Game surreal moment it, it, it was like I
0: got a flashback of two children who had a circumstantial situation in their life and you come to a foster home and then you take 20 five 30 years or whatever and then you both go different ways and and it was complete opposite ends of the spectrum of like where life can lead you to yeah and then i'm watching what's going on and i'm like i'm just walking around fucking i'm getting like dizzy and shit i was kind of like getting like whoa holy shit i remember getting my ass kicked in this room holy fuck this is where seely the monkey really lost it that day and i'm over here like whoa this is crazy but i was like where the fuck did that dope monkey bitch just go to the bathroom? Why is she in there for 45 fucking minutes, and why is she falling asleep not And here's now? the
1: funniest thing. As I'm much like, mm, as as, much as Mike's... I'll take heroin for a 1,000? Yeah, as much as Mike's hip to the game on so many things, he actually hasn't been around too many people who are like junkies and stuff. So I maybe, have, but I haven't. So every now and then we're like, yeah, Mike, that's a fucking... They're doped out. He's like, what? Huh? Maybe they worked all day, and they're exhausted. You know? Sometimes I'm a little slow catching on to this dope
0: monkey shit. I'm like, wait a minute. But, uh i was like "Mm, this sucks and i was like looking at the the foster dad and i'm just like gary yeah i was like kind of like trying to think like man is he doing drugs too because he looks like shit and i'm like there's no way
1: he 25 years navy 25 years police and he's not what it is man is he's got nobody Nobody to help him out. Nobody I feel to like around. he's turning a blind
0: eye. He's turning he, a blind he knows, eye. He
1: knows that they're yeah.
0: little shitheads. Yeah, he's
1: turning a blind eye because here's a little kid that, that was one of his like little kids. It's, it's basically your grandpa is taking one of your cousins in because he's old, alone, and your cousin's helping out just enough for him to turn a blind eye to the fact that she's a dope monkey. But here's the thing. Uh, this is the heartbreaking part he starts telling us about his lawnmower's broken and old old Metheny he gave her some money t- to pay this guy to fix the mower and he's like and the hey, part- we heard the whole story yeah, yeah. and the, he's like and the guy never showed and I'm like the guy never existed <laughs> like you know and then so he's been like trying to figure out and trying to fix this mower but his hands are bad from arthritis so there's just like one part he can't do right so here's Chris we roll up Chris, Chris is a fucking savant let me yeah yeah Chris, wizard engineer Chris he's, is a mechanic he's, he's a helicopter mechanic so what the fuck is a lawnmower to him you know so <laughs> So he's like he, he, you know, Chris, the helicopter mechanic for for Soar, the special operations unit. He he's worked on fucking dope ass choppers. He can he can handle a fucking riding mower. <laughs> so at first he tells old Grandpa Gary, he's like, uh, what uh, what's going on with the mower? And Grandpa Gary does the same thing every old dude does, kind of sizes you up. He's like, tells Chris what's wrong with it, and Chris is like, maybe I can take a look at it. And he's like, you uh, you know how to fix things? And Chris is like, yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, "Yeah." And Chris is like, "Yeah, I was a I was a mechanic in the army," which makes him light up. Now he's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. So he takes him outside. Right? I do the same thing I've been doing for forty one years. When two people are working on something, I hold the flashlight. <laughs> so I'm out there holding the flashlight. I'm doing a damn good job, too, so guys. The illumination was on fire. So I'm illuminating, no shadows. Yeah, I'm illuminating the fuck out of this while Grandpa Grandpa Gary and Chris are working on it, and. Chris is, like, solving problems that Gary did, and he's getting all excited because he's, like, Chris is, like, you know what we can do? We can do this, and Gary's, like, oh, man, oh, man. So Chris is out there about an hour. uh, Meanwhile, I'm in there with the monkeys and the dope monkeys. like with the dope monkeys asking if they know Post Malone and fucking angry because it smells like cigarettes in the house. And there's still an actual real monkey that lives in this house, right? So hour into this. Chris fixes this lawnmower, and mind you, guys, this is such a huge deal because here's a seventy-something-year-old man who is going to have a fucking stroke when the summer comes, trying to cut this grass. And Chris didn't do this shit like you know. Chris was gonna if, if if we had to be there for three hours for Chris to fix it, Chris was gonna fix it. No complaints, no anything, no no fucking, no wanting anything. He just saw an old dude who needed help, and that's Chris. That's how Chris is. One time, I I I, I blew a tire on the side of the road. I'm, I'm getting all my shit out. And Chris is like, you want a hand? And I was like, yeah. Chris doesn't give you a hand. Chris changes your fucking tire for you like it's nothing. That is who Chris is. He fixes Ladies, it. he's single. He's single-ish. I don't know if he's single or not, man. But he's- he Oh, he be, better be single. But he be fucking, boy. Yo, if you, hey, girl, if you, you think Michael Myers is hot and you're into fucking Halloween, Chris gonna put a fucking baby in you. <laughs> but so check it out. Chris fixes this lawnmower. Now, this is the best part. We come back in the house, right? I get to join in on the high fives like I did anything. When you're the flashlight guy, you pretend like you're a part of it, but you don't say anything because you know everybody knows you didn't do shit. But they're like, no. all right, we yeah. need, we did, we did need flashlights, so shut the fuck up and <laughs> we'll let you be part of the crew. So we walk in the house. Remember, this is Mike's grandfather, foster home grandfather, uh, hard-nosed, 25 years military, 25 years police officer. He is not affectionate. He has never told Mike, I love you really, has no, he? No, never, never, yeah. never. We walk. house. The- I,
0: I said it like three times. One time that day, just to like yeah. see if he'd say it, and I was like, "Damn, we'll he's check so out.
1: good. How does he hold the character He just takes the character, and he just well, doesn't say it back." We walk in the house. He's goddamn near got his hand around Chris's shoulder. He's oh like, my he's god, like, they're hey, start Mike. fucking right there. <laughs> he goes, "I was like, damn it, Gary." that's what he goes. He goes, "Mike, this is a good boy right here. This is a good boy. He fixed that mower for me. This is Mike." This I is wanted a, to really just hear him say, <laughs> "I was proud of you, Mike. You
0: really did some of your life." My Whole fucking life, I bring Chris there. He <laughs> fixes his goddamn riding lawnmower, and they're fucking BFFs. He's probably in the fucking wheel. He's probably gonna get a wheel the monkey when he fucking passes away. He's gonna text me, and I'm left with the goddamn scars and fucking memories. He texts my goddamn hey, foster home.
1: What's Chris doing? I just wanted to talk to
0: him today. They're yeah, probably having Christmas together. Chris has probably got a fucking a matching
1: pajama fucking flannel set with his name embroidered on. Open a Christmas gift. Chris has him in his phone as Pat Gary. He's got Chris in his phone his son in his jitterbug yeah <laughs> yeah he came in beaming, and it was great to see mike's face because mike is super happy that his grandpa's mower's fixed but you could also him be like what the fuck dope monkey smoking cigarettes in the house and shaking chris's shoulders a good boy right here mike so tell it, me it, again it was a motion roller
0: coaster to say the least Who's I, this and i'm glad K. we went i'm glad yeah. we went if it wasn't Honestly, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have went. It was good, man. Because it was like, and then after that, I hit y'all with a curveball. I'm like, hey, I got to go swing by this church. <laughs> yeah. I got to go I gotta go see old Meemaw's, uh fucking grave. So here we are at this church in the middle of fucking nowhere.
1: nowhere. Nowhere fucking nowhere. Chris, do you remember that there was like a barbecue rib truck or something? Oh, it was nowhere, guys. There was nothing anywhere. I, I do this remember that. There was barbecue rib truck smoking and going like, like ooh. If we would have told somebody, we would have stopped at a gas station. and would be like, yeah, hey, we just came from the cemetery. What's up with that barbecue rib truck? <laughs> well, that rib truck burned down 30 years ago. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was a rib truck. and I'm, I swear to God, you had to go at least
0: 30 miles to get to anything, anything. and it was a fucking barbecue joint next to a cemetery of an old-ass church. We pulled up. I went and said hi, took some pictures, showed some respect, yeah, and then we went back, to, came back she to Florida. Florida. Then fucking Gary got a brand
1: new fucking lawnmower. <laughs> he's sending Chris text riding it.
0: He's oh, like, man. oh So yeah, a lot Chris, of a lot you of you shit you, has happened.
1: Chris definitely could have caught a blowy from Ethica. Yeah. Uh he's like, you fix the mower? Well, Daddy know the rules. Get over here, monkey blowy. <laughs> Mike's like you catching blowies you getting hang out we're gonna go next time we go back there's gonna be a picture of Chris his army picture when he graduated (laughs) I'm gonna
0: find out Chris is his real son this is all I'm on a fucking giant reality show behind the scenes this has been a fucking 30 years in the making that's a good boy that was the best he goes this is a good boy right here you're a plant you're you're like the guy on the bridge in a Truman show you don't wanna go across that bridge there's nothing to see out there man that rib truck was a production truck (laughs) some paid actor Fucking man. It, it, it was, uh... You ever, guys, feel free to speak up Uh, You ever go back to see something from your childhood And you're like, damn This is way smaller than I remember it being I don't know if we just got I know we got physically bigger But why does everything see so much smaller When you go back to visit something from your childhood
1: It's just so much wonder when you're a child Like everything's interesting You see a cupboard, you're like, I could fit in that This is all, you know, everything is I remember after. Man, you can't fit in the shit no more I can't fit in the clothes I bought Amen, facts let me tell you this for me and Mike: when we order something and it comes in, we're never excited. If I order a jacket, I'm never like we're, jacket stressed. To- we're stressed. We're stressed. We're like, like oh, it
0: fits. Is it, is it made in China? We're gonna need a nine X. Yeah. God damn it! It runs small. Fuck. We're reading the comments, not for the integrity of the, the fucking material. Yeah. We're like, how did you fat people fit into yeah. it? We're looking for obesity fucking remarks. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me I tell you this, have right
1: five X, I fit into the three. You love it. If you're a fat guy right now. Let's all join together, fat. And if you're listening to a podcast, 99% chance you are. Uh, If you're a fat guy right now, let's all join together. Every time we buy any piece of clothing online or Amazon that has a review, let's take a physical picture of ourselves wearing it and do this for our fat brothers. And let's say this is a 3x I'm wearing. This is a picture of me with my shirt off. You decide now, because there's so many times like. Because here's the thing too. This is the worst part. If you're buying like a Halloween costume, they're like plus size. It's a dude who's got like a dad bod and he's tall. He's not fat. He's just a little stocky. Me and Miguel every me. year are like, we should be concerned about our
0: health and having a longer life. We're Mm-mm. like, God damn it's Halloween. We're either going to be the pumpkin or the beer can. We can't yeah. fit in the shit. Yeah, We're like... This will be the year we lose weight. We're going to fit into that goddamn fucking Prince outfit. You know how many cool things I would have been every fucking Halloween if I could have actually fit in this shit? God damn it.
1: You know what it is for me to catch a car blowjob? It's seat all the way back. All the way laid, dick as hard as it can get, fully ready out of these pants, and then i got to push the foop down. It's a team effort. (laughs) The
0: the other day I was driving around with Courtney, and I was like, hey, come on, you want to give me some roadhead? And I was like talking shit because I knew she probably didn't want to. But then I was thinking, like, who am I kidding? I haven't had road hits since fucking high school. Yeah. I I can barely see my dick standing up. This seat can't go far enough back for her to even fit her head between the steering wheel.
1: It's like they're eating pussy when they're giving us road head. Like, we're not even driving. Our
0: stomach is doing the steering. It's like just rubbing up against the wheel and shit. Oh, I can't
1: have road head and drive.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. The vehicle has
1: to be pulled over to the side. We're responsible drivers. We would never try something so dangerous. I just can't physically do it. Like, I need to be all the way back. This belly needs to be back. Yeah, Roadhead for me is like, we got to pull over, so let's go to this rib truck in the middle of the fucking country. And fucking
0: <laughs> yeah, so we've, we've a lot of shit. Uh, we're going to try to get back to, I, I say we're going to, but I don't want to lie to you, motherfuckers. Uh, if, if if none of you maybe sign up and fucking say, we love you, we miss you. The feedback, we're, we're like an insecure girl that just got a, a, an outfit from Sheen. We want to we be told we look good in it. We're like, oh, hey, that's, that's nothing so personal, pretty. ladies. Not you, Courtney, but we we oh, want to hear. No,
1: Courtney ain't. And that's my favorite thing about Courtney and Sheen. Courtney got the attitude where her new Sheen comes in. One, she knows she can fit into everything. Yeah, it must be know? nice. Yeah, it's nice. Courtney gets a package. She's like, this is my new butterfly outfit. I'm going to wear it for 36 minutes at a party and never fuck with it again. This motherfucker literally has like multiple outfit changes for. I'm like, uh, today I've
0: watched her roller skate in some leprechaun bikini <laughs> thing. With drinking hermosas around the lake and then riding... a flamingo swan paddle boat Courtney in the scratch
1: off scally lottery she's like welcome to my crib I got pugs I got pigs I got my sister living in the closet and you know Courtney's sister's like when Courtney's sister will go talk to schools and and sit there and and have like a meeting with an entire high school and she's like don't let anybody tell you you can't be shit cause I live in a closet with a mansion I got pigs it's just like I wrote in my journal when I was 12
0: bro. I, I literally just look at them sometimes like man, must be nice be a hot chick and just fucking there it is
1: and then Courtney breaks the rules about it too cause then Courtney's like gotta work 76 hours this week bartending people are like what you let her work I'm like what do you mean let her work yeah, yeah like this motherfucker got a job she's, she's a grown
0: up she, she she she's come from the streets and been through some shit herself that's why you know I
1: fucking she never asked me for even five dollars she always pitches in with everything around here man Courtney's always fucking she pays for the fucking dogs and everything she loves the dogs I just like when it's like 30 minutes before work and she comes out her new leopard leotard. She's All like, stressed check out, out. Check out what I got on Sheen, motherfuckers. And then 10 minutes later, I see her and she's got like a fucking uh, chicken wing stained shirt on. She's like, I gotta go sling some chicken wings. The one thing I hate, she'll order like fucking
0: 20 items for one fucking party. I'm like babe it's it's a one day event. you don't need twenty outfits, and then guys, uh, tell me if you've ever been in a situation where, where where your girl, hey, so which one you think? And God forbid it doesn't matter what fucking outfit I like better. Oh well oh. No, yeah, I don't like that one. That one's, uh, yeah, I don't like that. I'm like, motherfucker, you bought it. I, I thought this is sexy. And, and and normally, unlike most insecure men, I like my girlfriend dressed up scantily and sexy. So I'm normally picking the more sluttier outfits. I'm like, yeah, I like that my one. My
1: favorite yeah. is when Courtney, Courtney will ask me which outfit I like, and I'll tell her. And in her face, I could see she's like... You don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. She'll be like she'll be like, "Hey, she'll come out in one outfit. What do you think about this one?" I'm like, "Okay, cool." She's like, "Hold on, I got one more." And then I come out and she's like, "Cool." She's like, "So what do you think? This one with the red boots or this one with the blue boots?" Bro, and right I'm now like, she's stressed and she's like, "Fuck, I didn't get a podcast yeah. outfit." And Fuck.
0: I'm like, I'm like, I'm I know like, it was a live studio audience today. Shit. I'll be like, "Blue boots." And she's like,
1: "Okay." I'll wait till my sister gets home. You know, <laughs> she,
0: she gets mad at me when I fucking tell her yes or no, and I'm always honest. So don't ask me. I'm a sedentarius. I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, nah, not feeling that one. I'm not dancing, or maybe when I do, she's like, ew, no, I don't, uh, no, I don't fucking, li- ew, no, I don't like that one. I'm like, I'm like, shut the fuck up and stop asking me. Just fucking wear whatever you fucking want.
1: Lexi just comes out roller skating and be like, which outfit you think the pigs is gonna like more? Hey, these girls came home they all came walk so here's the thing too there's a scally line uh, Courtney's the leader of the pack we, we, we study these animals we're Courtney, watching you Courtney ladies exudes, we're on to you she exudes her dominance with her crew in such a weird way because Courtney gets up to go get a bottle of water the crew follows her Courtney gets up to do so they fa- and then they're always fighting for who gets to be behind Lexi because Lexi's number one that's Courtney's rider that's her sister so then you watch and see who's behind Lexi that's the main bitch of the month right now I
0: snapchatted uh, Courtney's sister on my snapchat one time she's already had like multiple dildos sent to the house. She's getting like fan mail and shit.
1: One of my favorites, they came home one day and it's the Scallywag line and they all went out and got what what do you call them? Squish pillows guys? squish pillows yeah so horse girl comes. I was hating on him at first well, I was like nah yeah, I'm nah still, nah, I'm still, nah. I'm, still, I'm still hating on him he's gay as fuck Courtney's uh, homegirl horse girl uh, Kaylee who we invite dudes over we'll get to that later but uh, Kaylee comes through uh, and she's walking in with this dumbass pillow and then like her other homegirls got it and I'm like what the hell are these dumbass big pillows they're like they're squish pillows we all got one and I'm like Courtney did you get one and you could tell Courtney's like fuck my shit's about to blow up she's like yeah I got one and then I look at Lexi I was like you get a squish pillow she goes nah I got a watermelon and <laughs> she just comes in <laughs> i was hating on the pillows
0: at first and now i'm like damn they, uh, i kind of like guilty pleasure, like damn these motherfuckers are kind of soft yeah. shit i kind of sudden so at first i was like they don't match the fucking room my ocd's like fucking freaking out they're not fucking patriotic enough get these goddamn fucking fictitious animals out of here
1: you want to you want me to put a watermelon on the
0: bed and i was like okay. oh this 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 is pretty comfortable so now i'll be sleeping with them i got one for you sleep my, with the pillows bro i put listen this is how i sleep and and guys let me stress to you. Hey,
1: real quick, Chris, Steven, stare at me right now. When uh when it's time for Rowdy to take over, I'll kill Mike. Listen. We pledge our hey, loyalty to Rowdy. I'ma tell you
0: right now, I was a hater of these little fucking little fucking goddamn bullshit pillows, but they are fucking damn they are fucking pillows. What are those squishy things that as you as not fuck? try that you like? Yeah, well I'm definitely a we'll big see. fan of the squishy pillows. So. Squishy pillows. Even though they don't match nothing in my room. Lexi, I'm, they I'm, are very I'm watermelon
1: ride or die. Okay. You like It's the thing they squish squishy pillow Lays on me and it's heavy, and then I get to eat it. You know,
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It's, well,
1: it's been good, man. It's, it's been good, uh, guys. I mean, I mean that it's been a good year. It's been a real good year, and, I'm, and I'm, we're and already happy. three months
0: into it. Yeah, it's crazy. The year just. Oh God! Gotcha. I don't know if it's everybody or if, that's what I when I always uh, like have assumptions and theories of time. I wonder if it's just me that thinks this, but I'll see something on the internet like a meme or some shit. I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. Yeah. that thinks that time is going faster. The older you get. What is it? What is that? What, do do you all agree the older you get it seems like Yeah. I remember being a kid being in the back of a car being like, "Hey mom, when's fucking Christmas?" She's like, "Oh, that's that's a
1: long time from here." And it feels like 5 years. This is what but I when think-
0: you get older now it's like Six months. It's Christmas again.
1: This is how I think about it. I think because when you were younger, you were like, I need this to happen. I want these days, I want summer vacation to happen. I want spring. You wanted time to move forward quicker, and so it felt longer. Now you're like, please, Jesus, let another day just drag on till so I'm not it down. dead. And it's like almost when it's like one of those optical illusions where if you think the water's dripping down, then you'll see it drip down. But if you tell your mind it's it's you know going up, you'll see it go up. And that's what I think life has come to now it is it is this thing where we are we know time's gonna run out time was never gonna run out before we were kids
0: you know it, it feels like a year or six months now and a hundred dollars feels like a dollar yeah so i don't know if y'all feel the same way guys but uh, i don't know that's just my my uh, theory on things it's weird well, As you get older things change and uh we're always gonna be evolving and we're always gonna be doing new shit we got a whole fucking year of uh, events meetups uh, all kinds of uh, fucking badass things. If you're a member of mybc.com, that means you're invited. Uh, and even if you only come once a year, let's say you're married and you gotta go on that fake business trip, you know, you come out to one of the parties. That alone is worth your whole month's membership.
1: When brothers can make it from Cameroon, I don't want to hear you say it's too hard. Yeah. You know,
0: sometimes like today, I was cleaning up trash around the lake, and I saw some. I saw this three people. Two dudes and a lady and I say, Hey, hey guys, where are you from? They're like, Michigan. And I was like, Oh wow. That's crazy. And and it's not that crazy. But
1: it's crazy to think they came here for this. Not just they didn't say we came to Disney, we were visiting. They came here for this. And and then I'm like,
0: fuck, that's a lot of added pressure. Like, God damn, I hope it's worth it. Shit like (laughs) the fucking gas. Like, did you drive here? Shit. Are Uh, you okay? Thank you for coming. Like I, I always feel like you know, even now there's like 20 plus people sitting here yeah. staring at us, and I'm just like, hey, are y'all in well, the dishes? Well, the juggalo this, who got double stuff. Is this a good stuff. podcast? I don't fucking know. The juggalo know? who
1: got double stuff came from Ohio, so I'm sure she's got a long ride of being like, well, oh, she it, got what her gas money's worth. Yeah. She could have to wait till the baby's born to figure out which one of it's yours, you know? She's like, I have his white or brown. I didn't see a condom. You raw dog the whole weekend, huh? Anthony only raw dogs, man. He deployed. You yeah. know, like yeah. You got no pussy. I'm a veteran. And bitch. Steve, Steve lives in Colombia, so he's like, have the baby. I don't <laughs> Steven's
0: Stephen's uh, Steve's already got like multiple Colombian prostitutes mm-hmm. pregnant over there. He has like a whole he fucking. He has a whole family. gang
1: of pickpocket sons now.
0: You know, <laughs> they're working the fucking streets over there, yeah, fucking ba-ba, pick- ba-ba. <laughs> stealing iPhones, yeah. fucking sending them to China, getting refurbished, sent back. You know, it's fucking great. Man,
1: uh, this is a good members' weekend, man. I'm having a good time.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, definitely definitely glad that uh we're back in the swing of things and i'm excited to see what this year comes we got some very 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 exciting things i just uh did a a taping for billy Corrigan of the smashing pumpkins he has a wrestling federation called the nwa the northern wrestling alliance it's like the oldest uh branded wrestling federation in the world like uh, rick flair and all these old super og fucking wrestlers came through it and um we, uh, He said, hey, Mike, I want you to be uh, a couples therapist. And I'm like, well, shit. Has
1: he seen your relationships? I'm like, hey, uh, <laughs> all right. but Squish and- pillows. Just let him get squish pillows. He
0: he, he gave me, like, uh, Brian, I was like, listen, hey, I just want you to fuck. And I'm like, what? Hold on. No, give me a little more here, guy. Like. Alright, I'm going to Tampa, I'm going to the PBS studio I'm going to hang out with Big Bird and Mr. Rogers And Bob Ross all goddamn day And there's a bunch of wrestlers there And and, and they're sizing me up, they're looking at me like What the fuck is this guy doing here, he's going to take our fucking job Goddamn Guy Fieri's on set He's going to fucking run us out of business So I'm like hey guys hey you know and and i'm uh my character i'm like in this suit i'm this couples therapist and i'm all like kind of like all right so billy uh i walk into this like this main uh recording area and he's in this director's chair, and I'm like, and this is like my third time uh, hanging with Billy Corgan. He came to the house and all this shit. I'm like, oh my God. 16 year old me is jizzing in his pants still. <laughs> it, this still hasn't got old to me yet. I'm like, oh my God. I love you. I fucking had the double disc melancholy infinite sadness. So I'm fucking sitting there and be like, oh my God. He wants me to like basically produce, direct this whole skit. He's gave me very little premise. And they're like this whole fucking huge set. They're filming all these like promos, all these wrestlers, and and if you ever like around the wrestling genre world, which you have been, it's a very um, interesting slash dark slash. It's like a bunch of thespian drama students from high school that are really into athletics. And then the, it's cutthroat. Extreme because, Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, brother, brother, buddy, I'll tell you oh, this. <laughs> And it was fun- midnight when I seen her in the weary of the eve. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. And you can tell they all want that shine, as they call it, you know, getting put over, popping. So they're hoping that their fictitious character in this world of make believe athletic drama is going to put them over. And when you see another dude like me show up, and I'm talking like there's like 85 wrestlers, they're filming this whole pay per view thing, and I'm there just that no one knows like that my name's on the call sheet, and some of them like had wrestled for uh, Sauce Castle Wrestling, so like hey Mike, I seen you were gonna come in today, we're super excited to have you on set, and I'm seeing like some of these people like the way they're moving, you could tell they're like who the fuck is this guy? Is he gonna take my storyline? Is this the one I'm gonna marry? Is this <laughs> the one I fucking have a falling out? Is my new tag team partner Bebop and Rob Steady? Like who the fuck? <laughs> (laughs) is this guy and i'm in this suit and i could tell some of these girls are looking at me like is that the new executive that i have to blow to fucking make sure my storyline gets put out there and i'm sitting there and i walk in billy corrigan gets up from his chair comes over like is smiling and happy to see me and everyone's like oh who's oh that mike that mike Busey guy oh wow billy like likes him a lot like he's excited because you can tell like they were stressed yeah. their time restraints and shit yeah. it's early in the morning anytime you tell me i gotta be somewhere at 9 a.m like i'm like Fuck, hey, how about uh, how about one how about that so chris we had been up for fucking like a couple days chris fucking knocked it out basically chris produced directed uh, Matt from Hornblasters.com. We started stealing every random object we could find in the PBS studios. We're like stealing Oscar to Grouch's like fucking trash can and bookshelves, and we're building like this set. And all the rest, the rest of the stuff they filmed was just like a black backdrop, and we're like putting like production value we're stealing like the, the lobby's bushes and shit and like a desk and and i'm kind of like writing this thing as we go not knowing what the fuck we're gonna do and i'm like i oh, hope billy likes it and i'm like kind of nervous and then i'm like going around like oh man and then i kind of like wrote some stuff some like storyline shit and i kind of give him a little like hey this is the direction i'm thinking i, I kind of built up on what you gave me and he was like oh, I love it. That's amazing. And Chris, he looked at me, turned around, he's like, Mike, I'd like to talk to you about having bringing you on and producing some more stuff. And I was like, staring at him, smiling, like, I love you, but I'm like... I have a very busy life, and goddamn, you're going to derail my whole fucking direction, and I'm going to be
1: playing goddamn wrestling. Mike's like, Billy, game. I'd love to be producing for you, but I'm, I'm building A-frames around the yeah, lake. That's I got kind a of shit to thing. do. But, kind of my new thing now is I'm building teepee houses. You know, When you think of Mike Music, what do you think of? Parties? Uh, fucking rock star lifestyle? Videos? No. Teepees. <laughs> yeah. You know? Staying branded. Yeah, so
0: I'm fucking like, yeah, let's let's do it. And then now... I don't know if I should say anything, but there is talks. I guess I will say so. If it doesn't happen, I'd be like, "Hey, man, there was this one time that we we were we have been invited." To and this is okay because if they're an hour and thirty-one minutes into this, they deserve it.
1: Yeah, both Sometimes those guys, both leave, those guys aren't going to say anything. Yeah, you know, we, we leave little Easter eggs
0: hidden. Like I've given my phone number out on yeah. this podcast, and some of you still fucking text me. And now that we've started back up, you're going to be texting me again. Fuck. Um, we've been invited to go on tour with the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, and we just got to work the logistics
1: out, man. So knock on wood. Yeah, and now it's probably not going to happen because yeah. I've,
0: I've said something, but it's.
1: To let you know why, we'll be, so, so, so people could understand, there is still a lot of logistics with going on tour. There's a lot of figuring out if, if we, with the things we have doing. So I, I know there's so many people who are like, why wouldn't you go on tour with the Smashing Pumpkins? Man, we want to. So we're working it out we logistically. We don't know if we could be
0: in Canada. And fucking uh, yeah, Illinois, fucking the same day. Yeah, here's
1: the deal: there's, there's, there's tour dates. What people got to say with touring is uh, there's going to be times when Billy is riding his buses, 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 and then he just gets in a plane and flies to the next show. Yeah. And and so we got to figure out logistically if if, if the Old Faithful Prevos can make it, which isn't really a big worry of ours. But we just have to figure oh, out how many how many of the dates how many of the dates we can actually make and do this and make this work. I'm like, how many mechanics can we fit on the bus? Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm like Iowa. <laughs> That's where we can break down the safest. So let's make it there. And and the crazy thing is, we're talking
0: like arena shows in front of like, you know, 10,000, probably the smallest crowd plus. And all these fucking people are going to be either. Uh, our like a very a few hundred people will show up to come see us, and then the rest of the people are going to be like, "Who the fuck are those?" I and mean,
1: this is going to be the best part. We pull, we pull up to the first tour date. We pull up on the bus. Billy's like, "Oh, you guys brought the bus?" We're like, "Hell yeah!" He's like, "All right, well, let me give you the rundown." If they got the red wristbands, you send them over here. If they got the blue wristbands, you send them in He's the back. He just got us there to do yeah, parking detail.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're like, "I mean, we're technically on tour with the Smashing Pumpkins."
0: Yeah, so. Stuff like that that's probably not going to happen now. But we're still touring uh, regardless. Uh, so we will be coming to a town hopefully near you. If you're uh, a former uh, dope boy and you're looking to uh, go legit, you want to get your LLC and you want to start a shady, uh, janky promoter fucking business, hey, book us. I mean, we've done shows for the Latin Kings and other motorcycle gangs and Banditos. fucking probably some some quinceañeras I didn't know about. I was probably drunk as fuck, fucking fucking a pinata somewhere. Mike, this is a
1: very, very reputable laundromat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like. Okay. If basically if you
0: got the fucking money we got the time we'll pencil you in uh so yeah um i don't know how or when this podcast finds you but uh on march 23rd in the year 2023 on a thursday we will be in daytona beach coyote ugly at the legendary coyote ugly the electric rodeo that
1: means we're bringing our mechanical bull our tour bus our whole crew camera people it's gonna be a blast so a lot of cool shit
0: we just uh we just did a music video for an, an artist that you're gonna be hearing about. He's going to be big, just like all these other motherfuckers that all you telling me, Oh man, I remember blah 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 coming over. I didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah, we just uh, I believe it's one of the best music videos I've ever directed and uh we have, we, Chris, I wasn't going to wait to tell you this, but we got like a couple days to get that edit done. So uh, after this, can we just go straight to the office and crank open that timeline? Cause we, I don't know how much uh, fucking uh, goddamn Redcon 1 energy drinks we have, but we, we just need to get an IV for Chris. And uh, yeah, all kinds of cool shit going on, happening. Go check out the, the latest episode of Cock Cockbloggers. It was so fun. I was literally like worried that it wasn't funny on my end because I was busy. Like I was literally just laughing the whole
1: I will time. Tell you, I want you to understand this. If you watch the episode of Cockblockers, you, you'll notice one thing that I need to justify. You're going to see me on my phone a lot. And it's not because <laughs> it I'm wasn't because you're not interested, and I'm not interested. What happened was I had to text the camera people on the other side of the room. We're sending in the cock blocker. Slow down. Film her face. Yo, I think he's gonna come. So I, we, it's we, hard. We, it's a hard production to do. It's, it's a we, live. Yeah, you know, it's live, and we're running the production. at the, Most other studios, they have people. They, they have a whole crew that does that. So we had to communicate, and, and we figured out we, at first we were running where the where the camera person was listening to us, but that wasn't working. So we had to go old school text messaging. And so when I watched the episode of blockers, I was like, God damn it. People must be like, oh my God, he's not even interested. But no, I'm like, Cockblocker coming out right now. It's like
0: pop-up video behind the scenes yeah. of Cockblockers. What is Miguel on his phone for? He's trying to tell the camera guy, because we're watching, we're watching his dick. We're staring at his dick, and we're basically judging the limpness, the hardness. Yeah. Like, quick, send him the next Cockblocker and send him now. And one of the first things that John and Amy do, which if you are a fan of the podcast, you know about the shitty coat hanger. And not only does Corn Man and Great Man make an appearance, but the shitty coat hanger shows up. This is an episode you do not want to miss. It's one of my favorite of all the ones we've done. It was a great time. Which we did break our our uh, our the series curse. Yeah, this is the fourth one. We've never had four episodes of any series. And officially... Oh, look. So they're like, you're damn right, you motherfucker. So look... I I didn't even tell them to clap. There's yeah. no applause sign here. They, we, we, that was our fourth episode of something. So now we can just never film another episode again. We're and done. Yeah. It's, it's like it, a British TV show. Six seasons in a movie. Yeah. You know, we're good. Yeah. So, uh, check that out. Become a member. RSVP to all the stuff we got coming up. Um, there's literally years of shit to see. I mean, there's, there's, we, we're we the only motherfucker that makes like a 45 minute movie of a Halloween party that you could sit down with. You could literally fuck Netflix. You want to see some real shit, just go to com and stream it to your TV, pop some popcorn, and, and watch the realest, the wildest, the craziest shit that is what we call our life and what we have welcomed and invited everyone to come join
1: including all you guys thank you thank you guys everybody so sitting here thank you to all our new tenants living in the property thank you for all yeah. our new members come hey and holler up. at
0: me if you want to come uh, move into the sauce castle we'll take you down to camera world we'll talk to marcus Lamonis. we'll get you we'll get you finance Stand we got my up. nigerian bake scam member over <laughs> here he'll get you at a great percentage rate
1: I can get you a very good percentage rate. Let me ask you a question. How many diamonds can you fit in your anus? (laughs) (laughs) So just holler at us. Uh, we're trying to convince
0: our Tennessee friend to fucking move her whole rig down here. Yeah. As soon as she finds her dog, she'll let us know.
1: She's a, she's a fucking smoke show, but she's crazy as fuck too. Yeah. I mean, she'll fit in perfect yeah, here. She, she got a little juicy poop too. I was, I was, I was like, okay, she got got ju- nice bottom. Yeah. You got a good bottom girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like a late model. Cat- juicy pooper. She's new to the brand. Yeah. That means you have a nice ass. You're like a late model Cadillac. It's a good trunk. Okay. All right. And then you come meet a
0: long tongue fucking Kyle over yeah. here. He'd be up in the Playboy room, fucking yeah. eating your girlfriend's asshole. You know, <laughs> you you eat ass. You have to eat ass with a tongue that long. You, I would assume you have to eat ass. I'm not saying I don't eat. Hey, ass. He, oh, and he's no. black, so hey. he, he played. You Andy? know, he has to eat. Yeah. If you if you don't eat pussy and ass me, with that you tongue, I, you're you might as well just yes, hand.
1: Sir. I would never. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, be on that butthole like Louis Armstrong. So <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, a lot of
0: lot of awesome shit coming up. Uh, we also want to thank our our sponsor and our new business partner, and and maybe he's divorced now because he did come hang out at hang out at our party last night. Our buddy uh, from BigBets.VIP. VIP. If you're a gambling degenerate like some of us, my whole life's a gamble. Well, I even live tomorrow. Will the diabetes kick back in? Who, Who knows? knows? But roll the dice. And if you want to make an account, uh, go to.
1: BigBets.VIP. Big in fact, if you want to also, you can just go check out our Facebook. We're working on bringing in yeah. uh, gerbil uh, racing. Gerbil racing is going to be hot. We just got to find a tube in someone's asshole. We got, we got Richard Gere doing a cameo right now.
0: Fucking some of y'all young people don't even understand, can't get they that They don't know joke. who Richard Gere is. Yeah. Courtney, do you know who
1: Richard Gere is? Do you know what a mm-hmm. gerbil means? All right. There was this guy. Never mind. I'll tell you. Sissy's later. like... I, never, I remember a Gerbil One time we was living In this abandoned place And I thought we had Gerbil Turned out baby possums But you know If you smile every day's a Friday Oh man We love you guys We love yeah, you guys It's good to be back
0: Thank you so much For supporting Tell your friends uh, And don't play this At your job Unless you want to get fired Or get sent into HR Because you'll definitely Have some questions afterwards We love you guys Love you Thank you Thank you We'll see you soon Goodbye Thank you Woo! Great job, Miguel.